0: bi-weekly podcast, where we help you go through your be red list. I'm Stephanie Cortez, and I'm joined by Megan, my wonderful co-host. Megan, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we may have like... chatted for a little bit before starting <laughs> to record, saying. so about half my drink is gone.
1: Oh no! We'll get your alcohol through. in it
0: because it was a long day.
1: <laughs> yes, no, this I think was... one's good. <laughs> this is a long book it's been a long week it's summer yep.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but it was a good book what did you did you like the book
1: I did I loved this book okay. I uh and within like 20 pages was like oh I'm going to cry and I love this book already <laughs> <laughs> so what about you did you enjoy think,
0: it oh yeah so I feel like I thought that I was going to love this book when I opened it and saw the map on the inside cover <laughs> and then the 10, yeah, the 10 Magi clans, like the different descriptions of all of them. I was like, I am yes. here for this. <laughs> so we read Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adeyemi. And I think this was technically your pick, right?
1: Probably. I think uh, I had put so. it on my list and you'd you saw and said you were interested so yes. um, so yeah it's one of the top 2018 books that came out as like everybody's going to love this which usually especially with YA books I go yeah I'm good I'm not doing this <laughs> I, and I eventually read them several years later but the author posted a video I think I talked about this last episode um where she's like opening the box of her getting these, either it's arcs or just like the first actual copies of this book. And her reaction is so adorable. It's like her crying and just really excited. It's whatever reason that video sold it for me. And I immediately followed her on Twitter and I immediately added the book to my list. And I have to agree. Like I think this book should be on everybody's list for this year.
0: I absolutely agree. I think I saw it on a list and I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll put this on my to-be-read list, my wish list. And I think shortly after I put it on my Amazon wish list, that's when I saw your picture of it and was like, oh, yes, (laughs) we should do
1: this. Yeah, I ended up picking this up with uh, the Bellas, which I still haven't read, and Love and Other Filters. Uh, Basically, Mm -hmm. I was at Books of Wonder for... I think it was a book signing, and, like, they had a, a display of all these, uh, like, d- diverse authors. And I was like, well, all of these were already on my list. I'm just going to go ahead and take them. So... <laughs> I think I also got a... The Fairy King or whatever by Holly Black. So, that was also on that... Or, er, in that, <laughs> too. So, that was a fun buying yeah. trip.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I also really hate hardbacks and yet bought this in hardback but it's because the cover is so pretty
0: yes and it was one that and the uh, map like you said the cover too
1: yes yes
0: because like the front when you take the cover off the front of the book also has it's just it's gorgeous
1: (laughs) yeah it's a gold symbol with uh the title and silver and it's we don't talk Mm -hmm. enough about covers on this podcast but this we is don't. a good I, one. We should. <laughs> we this should. is we, a
0: really good one.
1: We need to add like a beginning segment where we just talk about the cover. Um, yeah. In the this cover, case. I was like,
0: oh, I feel like I'm going to love this.
1: Yeah. It's a. Uh, first of all, it's really great for apparently there is a book face Friday meme where like you hold a book up with a face to your face and like take a picture.
0: <gasps> OK.
1: <laughs> Which this one seems well, to this work. This one fits. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but it shows the the hair that uh, makes the diviners distinct. Yep,
0: the white hair.
1: Yes.
0: Which at first I wasn't really paying attention and thought it was some sort of headdress, and then when I looked closer, it's like, no, no. Yeah, I did the same thing. It's the hair, yeah. Um, Um, It's basically with this book, actually, the, the back of it, says, they killed my mother, they took our magic, they tried to bury us, how we rise. Or now we rise. So in this world, there was magic and there were diviners. Um, you can tell a diviner at birth because they had white hair, white, white curly hair. Um, and then around age 13 or so, that's when it would really get awakened in them. They'd get their powers. Um, one day the magic died and all the magi, the leaders of each clan, or not really leaders,
1: kind of leaders, is that the best way to describe it? I think so. Yeah, I feel like there no. were unofficial leaders. Well, no, because there were heads of them. Because there was a meeting of the ten heads at some point, or a discussion of a meeting
0: a of the ten yeah. clans.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Um, and the king had the them killed. The children, the children, like the diviner children, weren't killed, and we find out later it's because magic didn't, the magic, wouldn't get awoken in them until they were about thirteen. So he figured ah, we'll spare them, but all the adults. They Rames. did get killed.
1: <clears throat> and it was a um, bloodbath. Yes.
0: It's known as the raid.
1: Yeah, and it is <sighs> not lacking for detail. I mean, yep. her mother swung from a tree and mm-hmm. the just the beatings that her mother got and her father and yep.
0: and her father. Yep. Yeah. And her yeah. And her brother, too, a little bit, because she chased after her mother and I think think as he was trying to pull her away he also got hit um yeah
1: he's my favorite character i love all the characters in this but i think he's my favorite mostly from like (laughs) i just need more but also i think because like older sibling wanting to be just like stop it just let me protect you yeah so
0: yeah (laughs) yeah pretty great
1: (laughs) yeah there there aren't a lot of characters that i did not like in this book which is so rare usually there's someone you can cling to and just be like i hate this character that you're supposed to love but really i hate them There's not
0: yeah i mean i have certain feelings about some characters which we will get to (laughs) um so the main character the girl basically talking on the back of the book is zelly Probably feel like I should say now, I'm not super confident in the way all of the names are pronounced, but I'm going to try my hardest.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so this is based in West Africa in a fictional Mm -hmm. country. So there's a lot of words that are probably going to be very mispronounced. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Right. The country is Orisha. Mm -hmm. Um, And Zellie lives in a fishing village, Illarin, with her dad and her brother Zane. Um, as we said, her mother was killed. Um, her mother was the Magi of the Iku clan. She was the Magi of life and death. Um, the king, his name is King Saran,
1: I think. I think so, yep. <laughs>
0: um, so, Zeli was about six years old when her mom was killed, so she remembers it. Um, I don't remember how much older her brother is than her, though.
1: Do you remember I don't how... think they ever say years. necessarily, but it's at least a couple years
0: okay Um, so it starts with her um, sort of in a class um, taught by Mama Agba Uh, basically Mama Agba will teach any young diviner who wants to learn the way of the staff to defend themselves Um, instead of swords they fight with staffs to basically hurt the person not to kill them but to basically hurt the person enough kind of to get away sort of um and then we find out that the diviners are ostracized they're not the other villagers favorite people (laughs) and they're 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 very well known like they're easily spotted because of the hair so they can't really blend in
1: which like you can't dye this hair like they say if you try to diet within a few hours it's all gone it's it's like permanently white and right. they're treated like i don't know if the villagers necessarily treated them like second class citizens it's not really like it's kind of hinted that they're not liked but they're never really anywhere long enough outside of the capital to get like a good feel of like how everybody treats them but her past I think the villagers I guess,
0: kind of try to avoid them they may yeah. not necessarily go out of their way to hurt them like the king's guard does right. but um uh basically the king's guard they come to this class and they basically fix the class the fighting class up to to look like it's supposed to like a seamstress shop <laughs> um because they don't want the king's guard to know that the diviners are learning how to defend themselves not. Um, right and the Kingsguard demands a tax. Like they're increasing the tax. They want more money. Um, and this is where it's like, Oh, Zelly. She starts to mouth off a little bit at them. She can't hold her tongue, even though she's supposed to be playing the part of a young girl, just sewing something. And, you know, um, she kind of mouths off at them. Like, how can you expect her to have more money when you just came last week? And there's a bit of a back and forth. Mama Agba gives them the money that she has, and she ends up sitting Zelly down. Zelly thinks she's going to get a beating; that she's that she's in trouble. Yeah. Um, but she ends up getting her own staff. Like it's a retractable. Is that it's a retractable? It's a retractable
1: one. one. Like I really, this has already been the the rights of, for this have been bought. I'm really excited to see this staff and just like uh, yes, because it's not going to be like Wakanda. You know technology it's there it's a a poor part of this country and hmm. this staff sounds just absolutely amazing like it's yes <laughs> yeah it's like been passed down i think and it's just top of the line for sure
0: yes yeah i think when she gets it she says something like she can feel the weight of it ready to crush skulls and I was like okay Zelly, <laughs> Zelly's ready to use this staff <laughs>
1: just you know a little violent sounding it's
0: all good yeah Yeah. um but then her brother zane comes in and there's something wrong with their dad so they go running through the village to get home and that's where there's some uh, part of zelly's description i should probably also add the chapters will say at the beginning whose perspective it's being told from so Mm -hmm. this is one of zelly's chapters she says something like the they part for her brother and then for her they're kind of just like that's getting right. out of the way because they see her white hair and they don't want to they just want to get away kinda. Yeah.
1: Under, um, I mean understandably in the fact that like when I don't think diviners are allowed to mate with anybody that's not a diviner and like they're causing extra taxes and hmm. it's just like a lot of they're called maggots. I just... It's oh, it's terrible. God. Yeah. It's, yeah.
0: And plus, I think, like, the king has... Well, as we will see, the king has raised his children to be very fearful of magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so the magi used to be very celebrated. Not anymore. Um, so I think it's also, like, even though the magic is gone, the potential that these diviner children... Could have grown up to, you know, inherit their magic and kind of take over the world, sort of. There's still that fear there. Yes. Um, it's basically their dad has not been well ever since his wife was killed uh, because they also beat him. Um, Zelie at one point says something like she remembers her father's warrior spirit before, and that that seemed to have been killed the night. Her mom was killed. Um, and he's never been the same since. He has these blackouts. Uh, so Zane is very upset with Zelly because he wasn't, she wasn't supposed to leave him alone, but it was a graduation ceremony. So she had to go. Um, their dad tries to go fishing because the king's guard comes and demands more money for basically for Zelly the diviner tax um, or else they're going to put her in the stocks, which basically mean, means just, she can work off her debt in this one area but it's just she would just be a slave forever because the debt keeps increasing. Yeah.
1: Basically so, uh, their dad, like slavery. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um so their dad almost drowns like that's that's what happens. They're able to save him and get him out. <clears throat> so Zelly offers to take um this really expensive fish that they caught to Lagos to sell. So their dad makes Zane go with her. He stay. He he stays with Mama Agba, and they're gonna go sell this fish. She's determined to make things right and not screw things up again. Um, you definitely get the sense that she's blamed herself a lot. Mm-hmm. I think for the hardships, like the tax, like the diviner tax. Like she knows and has always known from a very young age, or at least you know since her mom was taken, at least. Uh, that if she wasn't a diviner or if she just wasn't around her dad and her brother would have a much easier life.
1: Yeah. This book, one of the things I, I super loved about this book is that there's a lot of YA tropes that are very clear, but they are done so differently and so well that it was like, this is why I love YA and how you make these things new. So like, the the main character having all this guilt of like the problems she's caused it's kind of the same as like the clumsy awkward kind of character that becomes the you know strong warrior but it's a different twist and it's also shown like repeatedly that she's like not careless she's just irrational and 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 does stupid things sometimes and so and it causes issues and i like because usually the trope is that you tell it and then suddenly they're you know going to save the world or something and all of their this flaw goes away but no like she does stupid shit still up until the yeah. end so yeah
0: plus she's 17 now exactly yes I think it's we we all did stu- stupid things yes, at seventeen. Exactly, <laughs> like our our stupidity did not just vanish overnight when we turned eighteen.
1: <laughs> no, as much as I keep thinking that there's going to be a birthday <laughs> where these things happen, it's just no, nope, no, nope, we it. just yeah, it's all part of life. <laughs> yes.
0: um, we,
1: um, we also learned that her brother promised to take care of her, not only to yes. their father but to the mother, and it's. Very clear like this has become the like mantra of his life almost. Like
0: And we will see that play out yeah. more too.
1: Like he has I don't I, I keep thinking Hunger Games is kind of like a a different version of this where but if, you know, where Katniss is like all her entire goal is to make sure that her sister's happy and okay Mm -hmm. and healthy and everything and like that's all I could see from the brother which might be why I really liked him I don't know I don't Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to figure out like why this character that's really kind of the least developed character yeah hit me so close but uh but yeah he is the protector
0: yeah he's clearly got a good heart you know um yeah yeah so, meanwhile, we do get to learn <laughs> a little bit about the royal family. I feel like we don't actually learn the queen's name. No, um, I don't remember it at we all. We don't. But it's King Saran, his wife, queen, um, <laughs> their son, Prince Inan and Princess Amari. We do get to learn meet Princess Amari first, which I really liked. Yes. Um... I'm just gonna say now. I really loved the development of her character because at first yes. I was like, "Come on, Amari, please don't." <laughs> she's very quiet and very dutiful. She like the when she's eating with her mother and these other people. Her mom's like, "Sit up straight, stop eating that. You're eating too much." Like her mom's barking all these commands at her, and it reminded me a lot of um, the mom in um, the in Titanic when she's racing yes. up Rose. <laughs> Yes. Oh god, that one scene. Um, just making all of these demands on her to make her the perfect little princess. Um and she tries, she's you know, she tries to listen. Uh she has one friend in the palace. She's not been allowed to leave the palace at all, which whatever. Um That's, and all of her no, and her, no matter
1: <laughs> no matter how big the castle is, like you're still going to get cabin Fever. Like I can't imagine. Right
0: all of her windows face inward too. Like that's right. The dad made it a point that her windows would not face outside because you don't need to worry about the, the outside princesses. You just, you gonna stay in here.
1: I so. really, really <laughs> hope that the second book, so we find out that this is his second family. So first of mm-hmm. all, how old is he? Second of all, um, cause the kids are basically the same age. She's roughly, she, I think she's like 18 or 19. Yeah, and so yeah, he's got two grown kids because Amari's older, um, but not by much, and his, fam- his Wait, family, his first family. Amari's I believe, the oldest. I believe, oh, so, I believe so. I believe so. That can There was a there's a line about. I feel like there was a line about how like even though she's older, he's still gonna because he's the boy. Um, But I think they're very close in age. Of course. Um, I could be very wrong about this and just read it entirely wrong. But I don't know. And Towards the end, there's a comment about her feeling like an older sister. So I don't know. Um, But his first family got killed by a bunch of uh, an an uprising of uh, magis. So this Hmm. is why the king tried to stamp out magic. Right. We only get it from that perspective of like this is what the king says so I'm very curious as to if that's actually what happened
0: oh I yep <laughs> <laughs> I had some suspicions that I will get into about yes. his dad about the king <laughs> so many questions but yes, I want to know more about him um, his wife and I think he they had two kids um, who were very like coddled I guess you know prince and princess and they were they were killed I want to know more. Yes. Um, So Amari has one friend in the castle who's basically her handmaiden, uh, Binta, who is a diviner. You can tell because Mm -hmm. of her hair. Um, At this meal, though, Binta is not present and another uh, servant tells her that she was called to the king's uh, room. The throne room? Maybe the basement. I forget. I think it was the throne (laughs) room. But she was called the throne room. So she basically... Oh, okay. So I don't know who i don't really remember who they were eating with but it was another woman who uh, she makes a comment like that the jewel that she's wearing the, on her necklace is a reminder that she bought her way to the table that she wasn't like yes not born royalty because there's the one royal family but that she bought her way to the table um, but it's her and her daughter and the queen makes a comment about how regal the daughter looks but Behind the word regal, everyone knows what her mom means is lighter. So there's, like, a whole thing about oh, yeah. lightening the skin. Like, what the hell? Um, apparently, the queen put Amari through some beauty treatments to try to lighten up her skin. Vinegar was involved. Um, I forgot all so about this Samara, it's so early. Oh. Like, oh, so we're, we're doing the skin game here. I totally um, forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And that she basically, the queen wishes Amari was lighter. And was there something about that the queen wishes Amari was lighter because people say that she slept with someone yes. else? Yes. Yes. Like, people have made yeah, comments. Yeah, it's not
1: the king's or something. Yeah. 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 Which, their relationship, the king and queen, like, he makes a comment later that his wife was his true love, but he's also totally banging his, like, lead captain. Person of the uh, army yep. and so i'm like was yep. your marriage one of convenience like or what how did you get
0: together after yes the murder of your first family i have questions
1: so <laughs> many questions like i'm ready for that backstory <laughs> yeah. from the queen's yeah. perspective i'm sure
0: right um amari Goes off because she's worried that her dad is going to that basically she gave a bangle, uh, you know, a bangle, a bracelet to Benta to sell because of the increase in the diviner tax. And she's worried that she got caught and she doesn't want Benta to get in trouble. So she's trying to, like, save her from her dad, basically. So she runs off. And basically what she um, overhears is an admiral and the general who the king is totally sleeping with. We don't know it yet, but. No, (laughs) Uh, they totally are banging. Oh, we find out later. But um, telling the king that um, they there were some artifacts that somehow awakened magic and some diviners. So they brought a scroll to show the king and they couldn't destroy it. The admiral, he's apologizing. He's going to make it right. He can't, can't destroy it. They use Binta as the test and when she touches it a light comes out of her hand it's clearly magic and of course the king is like well now i have to stab you in the chest and kill you
1: the first of many deaths in this (sighs) book
0: yep yeah because the second one happens right after that one kills the admiral Yep.
1: (laughs) Yep. because nobody needs um, to know this is happening
0: right kills him and then the general uh kaia i think is promoted to admiral Mm-hmm. Um, there was something in here too though when she's running to this room she says it's something about she's there's a she has a fear about this room and her scars or something so I was like oh can you fight like because her and her brother right um, the king had them spar so I'm like oh maybe she can fight maybe she's not this like quiet
1: mouse of weak, a kid but you know helpless yeah helpless yes.
0: princess Yeah. Uh, And then we find out just how not helpless she is because she ends up stealing the scroll and running away.
1: (laughs) I still was curious as to, like, if this is her helpless and just being fed up. I don't know. I wasn't really sure what to think of her at this point. Other than I was really, really curious if she was in love with her handmaiden. Like, the way she goes on about her... Hmm. I think it doesn't help that, like, recently I've just read a book with uh, uh bisexual character, so that probably was just mm-hmm. me bleeding over being like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. But yeah, I don't think she's Hadn't actually meant it. to be me that way.
0: I think, I'll, well, since she wasn't allowed to leave the palace, there's only so many people she could associate with, and right. hang out with. And right. This is her assigned handmaiden, so I figured, and I assume they're about the same age because he let he killed all of the adult right. like he she you know Binta had to have been a child when the raid happened in order to be alive today well until
1: well yeah.
0: this yeah
1: yeah
0: um oh and when she steals the scroll the scroll is put into general or now admiral ke room and her dad's cloak is in there <laughs> and like there's just it she mentioned she she because this chapter is obviously told from Amari's perspective. She says something like, uh, yeah, I didn't even really pause to think about what that meant. But I was like, oh,
1: we all did. That meant. Don't worry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we all did.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so she runs away and then she ends up finding Zelly. Zelly gets to Lagos. She's able to sell the fish like 500 silver pieces um and Amari asks for her help she doesn't show who she is uh so Zell hearing the voice of Mama Agba like you have to fight for those who can't fight for themselves she's like okay fine I'll help you so they're trying to run away they hit a blockade led by the prince who doesn't see Amari's face right and I will also mention the animals in this are oh, like so like awesome. there's panthers and lions but yes. they're called pantherairs and lionaires yes. because they're freaking huge
1: <laughs> I like well yeah like they ride them like they're horses and it was like I love this yes. world and I want to live in yes. it yes. but not Selly like, has
0: right no Sally yes. <laughs> has a lionaire named Nala who she's had since she was a cub but she like her uh The lioner's face is probably like shoulder level head level
1: i mean like (laughs) at one point all three of them are riding on her like this she's Mm -hmm, huge mm -hmm. which is awesome
0: yeah and i assume comfortably so yeah yes um so the prince they he has his panthenaire that's that's right yeah so there's i think a few of them are on them too Um, but Zell ends up basically throwing Molotov cocktails, causing explosions and fire, (laughs) freaking out the poor Panthanares who are just trying to get away. Um, and they're able to get away, but then they don't quite make it through the gate, but her brother Zane had been waiting on Nala. They jump the wall, get them out and jump back over and they're able to get away.
1: He yells at her so much. Um,
0: he does. He's like,
1: "What?" (laughs) She's she's like, I did. I got 500 silver pieces. Yes. And a princess.
0: (laughs) Which they, yes, they find that out very quickly and they're like, oh shit.
1: (laughs) You've kidnapped the princess. Right. Because she is
0: clearly from her out when she pulls her head, her hood back, her outfit, her headdress. And I think it has this, what's their symbol? The snow. lepinaire? Yes. called Yeah. Yeah. And they're the only family that's allowed to have that. So yeah.
1: Very clear who she
0: is. Um, Yes. So they end up bringing the scroll to Mama Agba, who is a seer, which blew my mind.
1: <laughs> That's right. She's been dying. Like They didn't yeah. know she was a diviner. Well,
0: Right. They didn't know she was a diviner, and she's older, so she had to have been an adult. That's, she at shaves the, her the head. Yes. She shaves her head. She tells them what happened was she had a vision... Um, about going to a cancer who is a, a Magi of uh, health and disease. Well, I guess that'd be the disease side. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. The Magi of health that. and disease. Their titles are health and cancer. And she had them give her a sickness that basically took it away. And so she shaves her head now. So it just yeah. So she doesn't have the white hair.
1: Right. Yeah. Um. What the hell do like healer and cancer is it like those are two different because we come across healers and we come across a cancer and i'm just like can you do the same i think they're the
0: two ends of the perspective the the spectrum because we see a healer heal and cancers well they give disease (laughs) and we will eventually see i just am Um, so curious
1: about like how much it's like rogue in x-men where you're just like Oh, yeah. yeah, I can't touch anybody because I'm going to kill them.
0: Yeah. Well, they control their power.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I just was like, if this but is the yeah, power I ended up with, I would kill you. Be a little annoyed.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I'm supposed. To, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so she's able to, she's out of practice, but she's able to use her magic to invoke, um, to cause a vision and what her Amari and Zelly see. It's a vision of Zelly, Zane, and Amari climbing a mountain in the jungle. So Mama Agba tells them that they can restore magic. Um, it's up to them. They have to take the scroll, and they have to go to Shandoble, where there's a legendary temple that they can use to restore magic, and it's up to them. Zelly is immediately like, no, I can't do this. I'll screw it up. You should do it. You're, you're a seer. You should exactly. do this. And she's like, you didn't seem... <laughs> very wise mama Agba's was like you didn't see me in the vision it's got to be you three you have yeah. to do this
1: but i do like so, her her reaction of just like i fuck everything up like please don't make me do yeah this. she's like no i'm gonna mess it up yeah yeah
0: um so meanwhile the king ends up telling ta- he finally confessed he tells inan that the fugitive who stole the scroll that he was chasing was actually his sister um he does tell Inan if he can get her back before anyone realizes it was her then she doesn't have to die yeah. uh, basically the king blames Amari's simple nature and her friendship with Binta that her simple nature he shouldn't have let her associate with that handmaiden so much king's a real asshole
1: king is awful like yep and what is it uh, Anon says the whole time duty before self and I'm just like oh Yep. Okay. or that's
0: the king. Yeah, that's the king's thing that he's yep. trying to been to just beat into Inan this whole time. Um he also says tells Anon basically he killed magic, the relationship between or he killed the relationship between uh, the, the, gods. the the magi, or the diviners, I should say. Yeah. And the magic. Yeah, and the gods, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, like so Inan and Zell don't have don't believe in the gods at first yeah they're just like this is old tales not a big yeah. deal right. and like anon comes from he thinks his dad doesn't believe in them and his dad's like oh no they exist but mm-hmm. i cut them off yep and yeah
0: which i'm like how
1: how did you do this we will eventually so find that out so curious
0: but i yeah i have some questions
1: like <laughs> some of it gets explained but also i'm like no i need more so yep. much more
0: um he also tells Enan oh, they basically figure out someone, the, the guy who bought the fish from Zelly uh, says that he thinks that that was her helping the fugitive. So they figure out which town she's from or which village she's from. And the king has his admiral mistress go with Inan <laughs> and gives Anan the instructions to burn the village to the ground once he has his sister and that scroll. Um, unfortunately the soldiers that they have are not all they're not all good because one of them lights mm. the blast parter way too early
1: yes and Stupid. the
0: entire village goes up yeah um, Amari Zeli saying their dad and Mama Agba definitely they get away oh um, there was someone else That comes up later. Anyway, uh, her dad tells Zelly's and Zane's dad tells them that they have to go. He's going to stay or he's going to be with Mama Agua, but it's clearly the three of them that have to go do this mission. Mm -hmm. They just have to go. Um, And like
1: Zelly hates Amari. Honestly, for good reason. Like her dad uh, had her mom killed. They've essentially torn up this country and now she has um Brought them to her current hometown and now has set everything on on fire. fire. And like, it's understandable, but it is also worth noting, like, she really hates this girl at first. And Mm -hmm. like repeatedly is like, either you're going to have to fight or you need to get the hell away.
0: Right. Inan, it cuts back to Inan. Uh, We find out here. Or he, when he finds out that he somehow has magic. Oh, yeah. He thinks that when Zelly bumped into him, that she cursed him. That uh, him yes. hearing people's thoughts and feeling their feelings, that it's, it's a curse from her. Um, Yemi is a young girl... Or, yeah, young girl who Zelly was sparring with at the beginning. I thought we were going to get more of her. I thought so, um, too.
1: Like, she was set up to be a great... we'll
0: find out more later.
1: Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying it now, there's at least one other book coming yeah. out. I think it actually yeah. is a trilogy. Because <laughs> I saw she got seven figures for this trilogy. Which, oh, shit. Nice. Again, we realized shortly before this <laughs> began how young this author is. And just... Yeah. Oh... Uh...
0: What have we been doing our whole
1: life? I know. <laughs> what was I doing at twenty four?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but Yemi, when Zelly and Yemi are sparring at the beginning, there's definitely a little bit of animosity. I mean, Zelly definitely wants to prove herself, but Yemi had never been hit. Like she was able to defend herself. The first time she actually got hit by an opponent was the sparring with Zelly. Mm-hmm. Um, so. When the survivors are lined up in front of Inan and the rest of the king's guard, she Yemi says, we don't know where she is. We haven't seen her, but I will tell you everything about her if you will just, you know, let right. us live. Um, and he does hear her thoughts, and I can't remember. She thought something about, oh, um, he says, I promise you'll be safe. Um, and her thoughts are safe ended a long time ago, and I was like, we are going to get more of her. I want to hear more of her. We don't get more of her for the rest of the book. So No, but
1: I she hopefully probably she comes, come but she's got to. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we learned the prince can hear thoughts.
0: Yes, he can hear thoughts. Um you can also feel people's feelings.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. Basically an empath mixed with a yes. Telepath? That's the word I'm looking for.
0: Yeah. Because we and... find out very quickly he is let's see he's the Magi of Mind Spirit and Dreams his title That's would right. be Connector of the Emmy clan he's a connector. Um, and we find this out because that night when Zelly, Zane and Amari all go to sleep Zell has a dream but Inan is there and she realizes very quickly that this is a, the dreamscape and yes. that he's brought her hair um, she sees the white streak in his hair and she knows what's going on. Um, I think she that's when she tells him, like, no, I didn't do this. This is you.
1: Yeah. Because she's a reaper. She's a magi of life and death.
0: Right. Um,
1: and so. Magic smells like seawater.
0: Yep. She smells like the ocean. Oh. Um, <laughs> her soul smells like the ocean. Yes. So here's where I was wondering... I know he has the white streak in his hair now, but I was like, "What? How was he not born with some white?" Basically, what ended up happening, and not when it wasn't when Zelly bumped into him, he bumped into his sister, and he ex- he touched the scroll right. in that, and so then running away.
1: From some of the backstory we get, there has been no Magi blood um, in any noble for several generations. So, I guess you can also have latent powers, but you are right. Yeah, like. I don't know how that works. I mean, I. Unless the gods were creating first, a new breed.
0: Maybe. My first thought was that his mom is of this Magi clan. If she's not a diviner, fair. fair. Maybe she was, and she had a magi of health and disease the cancer get rid of the white in his hair like mama agba did maybe but i don't know i have a lot of questions about them still and i this this whole family
1: <laughs> that is a good question that is i think uh if, the, if it's not a plot hole i i don't know i don't see that getting explained in book two um i mean
0: it could have just awoken it could be, like, everyone has the potential, maybe?
1: To, maybe, but I know the brother touches or... things and never. And Amari touches yeah. it and doesn't Yeah, and Amari
0: ha- was holding the scroll the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And nothing ever happened. Well, nothing happens to her when she's holding the scroll. Right.
1: Um, I don't know. That is a good question of I don't know. what's going on
0: I there. I do have questions. <laughs> 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 or, like, it's. You, don't watch it. you didn't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., did you?
1: I've watched some of it, yeah.
0: Uh, did you watch after Skye and her getting her powers?
1: Some. I watched a few episodes because by that point I was like, oh, so this has been like an entire season and a half of an origin story? Okay. And <laughs> I think I watched the, through that season.
0: Yeah. Okay. Maybe something like this gene is in you and like the pterogen wakes it up in them to become inhumans something like some type of gene something inside of some where they don't have the white hair but they need something to wake it up in them I don't know
1: maybe I don't know I am very curious maybe we missed a line somewhere because listeners this this book is 525 pages long there's a good chance and a lot (laughs) happens I think like we're up to maybe page like 120 no 20 <laughs> yeah 20 sounds right yeah page, wait which page did you think i said 100 but let me see here oh maybe burn the
0: village is it, burning the village is about page 100
1: yes um, so yeah we're, yeah. we're roughly <laughs> around 100 and something good gets <laughs> it's like a big turning point so i was like yeah that's gonna be around page 100 yeah, um, and part of me was oh. like, okay, cool. So we've got four hundred. I went the like Lord of the Rings route. Where I was like, we've got four hundred pages where we're going to take to get to this, uh, this this town, this castle thing. Cool. The temple. Jin- the temple. Jin- Thank Jin- like, you. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. yeah, I'm not ready for this. I was like, oh,
0: come on. But we don't because no. they get there like super fast. Yeah, within like <laughs> I mean, the next 15 they cl- pages. They climb the mountain. Yeah. yeah. yeah, So they get to the temple. They meet Lekan, who is the last of the Centauros. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the story is that Sky Mother created the heavens and earth and then she created humans on earth. Her children of blood and bone, the title. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then she gave birth to the gods and goddesses in the heavens. And then basically each one of them came to embody a fragment of her soul that she shared her gifts with them and they each uh, with her children and she kind of shared with them part of herself and they became the first magi. Um, Like one of them, uh, Yemoja took her tears and she became the god goddess of the sea. The last of the children or the first magi was Oya who is the goddess of um,
1: life and death
0: life and death. Yes. <laughs> um, she didn't ask for anything or she didn't take anything. She asked Sky Mother to give her something. So for her patience, Sky Mother rewards her with mastery over life. Um, Oya, when she shares this <laughs> with her worshipers, it transformed into power over death. And then she realized the potential of what one could do with this power. So she became very selective with who she gave her, who she shared her gifts with and the other gods and goddesses followed suit. And that's why not everybody has powers.
1: Yeah. It's a wonderful origin story, like right in the middle. And I got like, we don't get all the powers in here and I kind of wish we got a little bit more of the rest of them, at least in their origins. Cause like, I couldn't name all ten off the top of my head, honestly.
0: Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote down Yemoja as an example, and then I was like, I don't need to write down the rest. But he, <laughs> yeah. he goes through a couple of them. Um, but there's ten of them total, so. Yes. Oh, also all the Magi had coiled hair. Uh, yes. Because Sky, it did kind of in honor of, her, of Sky Mother's image. And here's where I, someone with curly hair, I loved this. Because there's the thing that happens sometimes in shows and movies where when the good guy becomes crazy or something, or the good person, their hair goes crazy and curly. Yes. Like Buffy, every time she is not herself, her hair is curly. That is a like good. Point. Every time.
1: I never yeah. thought like of that,
0: Faith. Yes. Oh, I have pick. I have noticed this. <laughs> like when Faith takes over her body, her hair is curly. Yes. Um. When Willow cast that spell to have her will done and says Spike and Buffy should get married, her hair is curly. Uh, beer bad when she kind of turns into a cave woman her hair is curly like every time and as a curly hair person it bothers (laughs) me also I think I could be wrong because I have not seen this movie in a number of years but I think in urban legends when Rebecca Gayhart comes out as the killer her hair is big and curly and crazy it
1: gets like bigger as it goes but it's also it's not just like that their hair is curly it is that her hair when without magic is straight like it continues to curl as the book goes Um,
0: yes which is her getting her powers not becoming crazy so yes i love thank you author
1: (laughs) i love that i think the author does have curly hair as well
0: she does yes yep (laughs) um so sky mother created the centauros to uh, basically, protect the gods' will on Earth. They are led by the Mamalao, and they connect Sky Mother spirit with the Magi. Uh, basically, every century, their leader—the I feel like I'm saying this wrong—but Mamalao brings the bone dagger, the sunstone, and the scroll to um, a sacred temple and performs a ritual. The I did like this though the bone dagger. The wielder will draw strength from basically the life force of all the the previous people who've who've wielded it. Yes. Um the Sunstone is a living fragment of Sky Mother's Soul. And I just liked like the story behind these three pieces, like what they do, that they're mm-hmm. not just like these just these three trinkets you gotta throw together, but they have an right. effect on the person holding them at the time too.
1: Yeah, the culture that's put into this is and it's and then how it just changes ever so slightly as they travel to a new area. It's it's amazing. Yeah. This is how world uh, building's done. This yes. this book here is how you put in world building that's not info dumping necessarily. Right. But I can also right because that's see it, it did and not. Feel it.
0: Yes, it did not. Like it clearly was a lot of info so we could learn the origin of this world, and the religion, like the gods and goddesses behind it. But it didn't feel like okay now I got to learn the background here you know right. like it didn't feel like that it felt very natural to the story at this point right uh, let's see so they Lecon has the bone dagger obviously they have the scroll and he thinks he knows where the sunstone is so they just have to get that and then they can go and perform the ritual that seals the spiritual connection of the gods into the Centauro's blood so magic will be able to live on. Um, but there's a catch. Less- yeah. <laughs> well, first, they also only have less than one moon until the cent- yeah. centennial solstice to get this done. And it has to be done by a magi who's tethered to Sky Mother. Yes. So. Zell's like, I well what are we gonna do <laughs> like on you have to do this because you're tethered to sky mother who's like no it has to be i think he says it has to be done by a woman
1: i think, I think. so yeah yeah and, and there's something like, about her yes. she's not the first person to touch this scroll and get powers but there's something about her that ties her to sky mother
0: right um because she felt she felt magic inside her a little bit when she touched the scroll the first time when Princess Amari reveals who she is and what she did. Um, but nothing like what happens when, when Mama Agba touches it or when Binta, t- like nothing like that happened. Right. So Lekhan basically says, well, I can retether. I can tether you to Sky Mother. I can perform a ritual. I can do this thing. And she's, uh, she's again, she's worried she's going to mess it up. That it's just not going to go right. She's going to fail. But she's really the only hope right now so <laughs> she agrees to do it um, ba, ba,
1: ba, ba. I do want to back up a little bit before they sure. get to the temple um, they stop at a town and I, I like this scene because it mm. does a couple things one they are able so um, Amari ends up selling her headdress which is the last gift she's got from uh, is it Benti
0: uh i think it's Binta. Binta. Or, i know there's an a at the end but i'm probably saying
1: it wrong Binta. no i i inverted i think the a and the i anyways from Binta. and by selling it it's like 300 gold pieces which
0: yeah is... and i think whatever else they wanted from the cart
1: right so i liked it because one it sets them up a lot of times you are reading this book, you're like, how do you have the money and the means to do this? Like you're supposed to be poor and helpless, Mm -hmm. but by doing this, it's going, okay, we officially have all the money we need and all the supplies. So like, don't worry. We're not going to have a scene of us like almost dying the host. Right. And, but it also (laughs) (laughs) starts Amari down this path of like shedding her helpless princess and we also learn, yes. like, she could fight. She ends up yes. buying a sword, not a sword, a, uh, like, curved knife.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh... Because
0: before this, too, when they, after they sleep that first night, Zell has, you know, goes into the dreamscape with on. when they awake. When they wake up, um, they're like, okay, well, she asks, actually, Amari asks, what are we gonna do for breakfast, or for food? Um, and they basically convince her to sell her dress because it's made of a rich cloth so she's like fine i'll just you know i'll wear my cloak and she has them turn around so she can change zelly turns around turns back around thinking she's given her enough time but she sees scars like she sees amari's back and it's full of scars right um, Zane sees it too because he hears Zell gasp and turns. Um, so something's going on, you know. Like right. I think that's what part of what makes Zelly do what she does at the uh, at the market.
1: Yeah, she did. <clears throat> I don't know. It's it's just a nice starting point of like maybe this girl isn't helpless. Apparently, she can cut a pine or not a pineapple. Uh, it wasn't a coconut. It was it papaya? Uh papaya. Some fruit, yeah, maybe yeah. papaya that Zelly throws at her head. Yeah, like she throws it at her head and she like cuts it in the air and it's Yeah. At the
0: think... back of her head too. Actually yeah. she had her back she had her back to her and she just turns around and slices that thing in half and, and, it's and then kind she of, eats it. Yeah, their first
1: moment of like almost bonding because yeah. she still really hates her, but also maybe she's not as terrible or like awful as she thought so right um but no I what I really really liked outside of all that is just the fact that like cool you've established for me that you have enough money and material I don't need to think about it ever
0: (laughs) (laughs) right oh yeah because the 500 silver pieces that that Zelly had gotten for the fish those were mostly lost in the fire yes um in the destruction of their village
1: yes and plus it just like you gave me 500 pages. If 200 pages of this is going to end up being like, how do we get supplies? Like I'm going to be annoyed. So taking care of that very quickly means like, <laughs> okay, cool. Like I know that for the next 400 pages, stuff's going to happen.
0: Right. Right. Cause they got like, they got the core stuff, like the important stuff down the core, the foundation we'll say.
1: Right. So, so yeah, they, uh, back to the temple. <laughs>
0: I don't think I actually I didn't write anything down about the actual um ceremony that Lekan performs, but it does weaken Zell. She can he basically says, Okay, you need to rest at least a day. I know you're on a time crunch because you have to get to the sacred temple by the solstice, but you have to let yourself rest because it's it's the awakening is sort of like developing a sick like another sense. Like you have to let your body get used to it. And of course, they don't have time for that.
1: No, because, <laughs> because- that would make
0: life easier, right? Because of course, Inan and the the king's guard, they go to that town. Uh, they find that uh, the guy who bought the headdress from Amari, uh, and they figure out where they're going. And also, he can. I think is this where we find out he can her her soul that Zelly's soul smells like the ocean. Yeah, or is that going up later.
1: No, yeah, this is the point where he's like. She definitely went that way because I smell seawater. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: <laughs> yep. So he tracks them to the temple. Um, luckily, though, they're able to get away. on gets, they all and Nayla, too. Uh, yes. The lion heirs with them. She, she gets away as well. Um, they get to this one bridge. Of course, they have to cross one by one. And I was very worried the entire time. Yes. That'll and... be the
1: intense scene in the movie.
0: <laughs> yep. Lecon and uh, Admiral Keia pursue them. Lecon's able to hold them back with his magic, but then the bridge breaks while Zelly is on it. So he uses his magic to help her, but that allows—I can't remember which one does it. I think it's the admiral. I think she it is too. stabs him, and because yeah, she stabs him and kills him. Um, his sacrifice. They get away. Yes, but. It's like, oh, now you're on your own because this one person who, or, you know, being who knows everything or, no, you know, at least knows all of the history and everything. And he, he did tell them where he thought the sunstone was. But it's like, I don't know, you're a kid and you kind of have an adult who can help you and now they're gone and now you're by yourself sort of thing.
1: Yeah, it was like before they showed up at the temple, he was like his soul was kind of following the stone. I'm very curious about their... I don't know if it's tribe or what because they can't use magic to harm other people. So this is how why he's the last right. one, because they all get slaughtered. But they also are very powerful people. Cause like right. most people are the the ten tribes. I, is that the right word? Yeah.
0: Uh I think they use clans. Clans, the okay. Of the book. Yeah, the front of the book, yeah. Um
1: these ten clans only yield one magic and thankfully we don't have a situation at least not so far where it's like and now this one person can control all ten but lecon yeah. definitely has more than just this but they're also so yeah. peaceful it's wonderful right and right. now he's gone
0: yeah he's I gone
1: definitely cried like i cried a lot in the death in this book i don't know if yeah. it's where I am right now or if it just is like I don't I I don't know this book made me cry a lot though yeah I don't
0: cry very easily particularly with books movies ever since Toy Story 3 have the potential to (sighs) get me going (laughs) yes um books don't usually make me cry it was when their dad is telling Zelie and Zane, particularly Zelly, no, you have to go. And them saying goodbye. I was like getting all teary. Oh so I was like, gosh, this yes. may be the last time that they see each other. Yes. It's dad. very weird. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after they get away and the bridge is broken, Inan uses his magic to try to figure out where they went. he's able to tell from Lekan's spirit that this was the only way like that bridge was the one avenue to get to where they are. Like, the, and now it's gone. So he does order the admiral to have the rest of the guard, like, to get people, get supplies, rebuild this bridge beyond them, day and night. They need to build it. This is the way we have to go.
1: How do you do that? Like, how do you build a bridge? Build a bridge? I don't know. Like, I was this is not and this isn't necessarily in the book. All I can think of is like, there are random bridges built across big openings all the time like how does this happen
0: I was thinking the same thing
1: I just I have like, no idea modern miracles <laughs> that, that actually yeah. made me think because I'm going I don't have a clue how bridges are built <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so he tries to he uses his magic again inside the temple and Kea catches him she realizes what was happening um he has like turquoise like or he sees turquoise rings yes and, and she sees she sees it she basically is like you have to go back home i'm gonna follow them you can't be out in the field and he because he tries to convince her that he was infected by zelly and that he only did this for the good of Arisha, for the good of his country to just try to use this resource he has to follow her or to follow them um, she he says something like he can't go home like he needs to keep doing this and she says something back to him about your dad's not going to let you stay out here once he finds out and he does not want his father to find out for obvious reasons Yeah, they fight she he's not convincing her and he accidentally uses his powers to like it stops her in her tracks, but then it, it starts to kill her, and he can't stop. He can't make it stop.
1: Yeah. And she dies. It's like the more that he tries to suppress his magic, the harder it is to control.
0: Right. Because he's not learning how to actually use it. He's just trying to squash it down, and then when it explodes out, it explodes out, and that's it. Yep. So... At this point, I was like, "Well, what are you going to do now? Because there's a body. <laughs> like, you killed yeah. this woman. Um, she has these weird turquoise crystal things on her head, like in her hairline, from his power. Right. How how are you going to explain this? So, I think his solution was basically he wrote a note to his dad um, that she was that Kaya was killed. He's pursuing the fugitives. Like, he doesn't explain. Obviously, he doesn't, he's not going to explain that in a letter. But he just." And he heads off by himself.
1: Rapes. He's very aware, like. His dad may say, like, duty before self, but you do something to this woman who isn't his true love, like later he makes a comment about his one. He can't be with his true love, which I assumed been his first wife. And now I'm wondering anyways, like this woman is super important to him.
0: It is, because Inan says something about, he sees the way his father looks at KE when his father thinks it's only the two of them in the room, yeah. that he doesn't look at Inan's mother that way. It's like a softness, a tenderness, to which I was like, is she somehow related to, she like, not related to, like, family related to, but like, somehow related to his first family that died, like, maybe They're from, but I don't know how old she is. Like if she's from that time in his life, I don't know.
1: I am curious, like part of, part of it reminded me of uh, French nobility where there's a queen and usually the mistress has is all, but like the next most important person in the mm. family. Um, yeah. Because there is a scene where before they go searching for Amari, um, the queen tells the admiral to get out and the Admiral like pauses and there's like a moment of like, no, she still has this much power over you. She is still queen. You have to listen right. to her. Um, and it
0: doesn't leave until the king says or nods or something. Yeah.
1: So it very Just much like, reminded mm. me of, of <laughs> French because it is assumed that this is a. A, a mono. whatever. Uh, Like, it's not like he has a a harem of people. Like, he has a wife, and this is probably his only mistress. I don't know. It's, like, it's an interesting dynamic. And even to the point where uh, Inan has to play the I'm the prince card a few times. Like, you are not in charge.
0: Right. Because they're they're kind of friends. Yeah. Yeah. he does remember, I don't know if we've actually gotten to this part yet, but between Amari and Adan's different perspectives throughout the book, we do find out that the, their dad, the king, did make them spar. Yes. And there was one event where Amari dropped her uh, with swords, not with staves, like with straight up swords from day one because his first <sighs> family was first killed first because they were soft, because they were Whoa. weak. And his kids, this was not going to happen again. So amari crying she drops the sword she won't strike at her brother and so even though the dad's screaming at her to to strike to pick it you know to pick it up and fight her brother she won't do it so then he starts yelling at anan to strike at her and he does and he cuts up her back and what he remembers is he kind of runs off or he's hiding or you know he's by himself crying after this Mm Mm-hmm. And um, it's <clears throat> Kaia who finds him and comforts him. Uh, not really with hugs. It's something about... I can't remember exactly what she says, but it's something about um, how Orisha needs a, a strong king like, yeah. who can do things like this or something like that and hands him back his sword.
1: Yeah, the queen I am so. very curious about. Like, I assume because she's going to make an appearance in the second book. Yeah. She's gotta, but have, like, she's got to. She's so cold towards both of her kids. And no, she does love her son. She is very, very protective yeah. of her son and probably it, does love her daughter too. But yeah,
0: it's one of those like kind of typ- stereotypical mom loves and babies her baby boy. Yeah, her daughter, she's just yelling at all the time. Right. Um, because after the escape, when Amari first gets away, even the queen doesn't know that the fugitive Inan was chasing was, um, was her daughter. Yeah, She drags Inan in, into the throne room, and she's yelling at the king about how this is why the prince shouldn't be leading. He shouldn't be playing guard. He should just be here, blah, blah, blah. And the king's argument is, well, he's going to be king. He's got to know how to do these things. And that's when the whole exchange with um, Keia happens.
1: I love it. He's just a child? No, really like yeah. he's an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: So so uh Zeli, Amari and Zane get to Ibeji, which is where Lekan had the lead, the last lead on the Sunstone and they find slaves or oh, yeah. you could as the nobility may call them, they're just, you know, diviners who are working off their debt in the stocks essentially. But they're slaves. They're all malnourished. They're all dehydrated. Like it's it's not good.
1: One gold piece for a cup of water. Yeah.
0: What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So they pay it, and then they give some of the water to some of the to the to the workers. And one of them says something about a stone. So they start asking questions, and then we find out there is this arena where they have a contest of sorts and i was at first thinking like gladiator style fight to the death or like the movie gladiator where there's like i think there's a lion involved at one point something crazy like that this was i think even crazier than what i had thought yes (laughs) like i had not imagined that this is what it was gonna be um the arena fills with water and boats come in and the captains leading their boats That are manned by the laborers that uh, Zelly, you know, that they all saw outside earlier. And in order to win the prize of gold and the sunstone, basically, um, they have to kill the captain and crew of every other boat. And so far, there has not been a winner because everybody has died. Who thinks of these things?
1: Who finds this entertainment?
0: Right. Because people go crazy for it. Um I meanwhile Zelly is not doing so well because she didn't really get a chance to fully rest after right. her awakening. And because she's the Reaper, she feels the souls of everybody who died. Like she feels each death. And when they see the first, you know, that night, like the, the games that night, um, she feels each death as it happens. And again, there is no winner. Everybody dies. That um that night when they first find out what's going on
1: it's intense like it is and also she eventually like gets control over this and there's not really an explanation of just how it just kind of like and suddenly I've got control well I guess I guess there is kind of a thing maybe uh, I am overstepping
0: I think it's her like
1: when she's practicing
0: yeah I think so um because they naturally, they try to steal the sunstone and it doesn't work. Um, I and Zelly and
1: to...
0: I did too, I was <laughs> because like, they got in. <laughs> like, yes, they got in, but then they're interrupted. Um, I can't remember. It, there's a laborer, and the guy who runs the whole thing. He ends up beating the laborer.
1: Yes, and it's, to death. It's he like does a guy.
0: It's yeah, and Zelly tries to stop it by bursting in, like saying, Oh, I was looking for you, but she feels the kid die. Yeah. And but she's got to continue down this path, like she's got to continue with this line. She basically says, Oh, I, I wanted to enter the games, enter us in them. So there were like 10 boats when they see it, you know, when they first watch it. And so Zell's plan is to conjure apparitions of the dead who can who will follow her instructions to help them. This is one of the things that she would have learned. Like if if things had stayed the way they were, she probably would have learned how to do this fairly early on after her awakening, and she'd have a good control on it now. She doesn't so much because obviously she was just awakened, so she's gotta she's she keeps practicing and gets very frustrated with herself.
1: There's also a lot of discussion of like how souls that die like kind of violent deaths are stuck.
0: Oh yeah, um, yeah, which
1: is just just terrible because the last thing yeah. any body that dies in a violent death who especially if you believe in an afterlife they don't need to be stuck to that violence
0: but they are and that's what they keep reliving over and over and I think this is too one of those points where she's like I never really believed in this but I can feel it like she can feel the souls reliving their final moments their final violent moments
1: just awful
0: and then the other thing too that I was surprised about was so they get they get entered into this contest And I was like, well, how the hell are they going to make a boat and find people to help them? Nope, they're just assigned, basically, a boat and laborers, slaves, to man the boat with them. Like It's just like, oh, you want to be in? Here you go. Here's your stuff. Here's your people. Here's your supplies. Get to it. Yeah. Um, Because then they work to convince the laborers that all they want is the sunstone if they work with them they will you know to help them survive cuz that's important right. um and they win the prize they can have the gold they don't want it they just, they the laborers can have the gold they just want the sunstone um they end up agreeing so they're all working together <sighs> i was very nervous this entire <laughs> sequence was, yeah
1: <laughs> like this is probably 250 pages in <laughs> like we're like know. yeah we got to better at like, estimating left, that but, than me <laughs> yeah. um
0: like the boats have cannons, there's blast powder involved. They yeah, ram each other. It was just, oh It's it's. Oh, a lot. and when it starts too, instead of ten boats like there were the night before, there's like thirty. Yes. So there's the there's an increase. Yeah,
1: it's. They um, really set them up. I yeah. I was wondering if this was going to end up in like a we're stuck here kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Because well, the guy who runs it said something like, "Women never captain boats," and he figured he'd make a lot of money, at least with even with just the spectators alone. Yeah. Um, but they do win. Zelly is able to conjure up some apparitions. Um,
1: she has Zane, to use blood magic to do it, which she does. Yeah. Um, which her mother which used once. Yeah. To save her her brother's life and made her promise that she'd yeah. never use it. Like it's it's not it ends up draining her it's it's a powerful it's it's if you know anything about blood magic period like it's never a good thing it it's always more powerful it's always more permanent so it yeah. was a good to see it play in here um yeah but it uh, it nearly kills her
0: it does yeah she only survived really because Zane jumps in the water and finds her and gets her out in time yeah um so she doesn't drown um but the, I think he was the one who tried to convince Amari. Like he's like, oh, you don't, you don't, you don't have to get on this ship <laughs> like, yeah. or the boat. You don't, you don't have to be a part of this. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm gonna help. She can fight. We know she can fight. But when the fight starts, she freezes up. She um, does. Zane Zane's only injury is when he steps in to help her. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but when. They realize Zelly's not coming back up from underwater. He dives in. Amari, I don't remember if she starts fighting at that point, but.
1: No, it's when Zelly is Zellie's brought up and someone goes to yes. stab her.
0: Yes, because she's still, I think she's unconscious at that point. Yes. Um, Since the goal is to kill the captain and crew of every ship, the captain from the last ship comes on and he's coming to kill Zelly. Amari kills him and they win. And, and they do give the laborers get the money, and I think they're able to free a couple of people with it. Yep. A few people with it and was their goal.
1: Yeah, um, and basically it shuts down this game because nobody's ever won, and now they have no money mm-hmm. to, you know, right. entice.
0: What are you gonna gonna do in your fancy arena that fills up with water oh, now?
1: Um, yeah. And Amari gets the the nickname the Lioness or the Lionair. Yes.
0: They all get nicknames, and I don't remember what Zane
1: and Sally's nicknames no, are, but they hers don't is stick. the Lion Air. Yeah, they don't stick. Yeah.
0: Hers, hers, yeah, sticks.
1: It's good. Um, um. I think this is also kind of like the first really obvious point where we realize Zayn likes Amari and vice versa. Um, oh, yeah. Which was cool, because by this point I was like, there has to be love. Which is it going to be? Is it going to be the two girls or is it going to be the guy, the girl? Cause like it was, for me, it was very confusing because by this point, Amari and Zell are kind of finally on good terms. Like it's, it's clear that she's not going to run away. She's going to try Mm to, you know, pull her weight. Um, So. Right. There's a lot less. Like I, I really don't think there's any fighting between the two of them after this point at all.
0: Right. I because even though Zelly was on I think Zelly got a little bit colder towards her after Lecon died because yes, and on you know, but after this. Um, since Ellie was unconscious at the time and didn't see it you know obviously people told her she was like so I hear I have you to thank for you know saving my life like they definitely there's no more coldness yeah. between them and it's definitely a friendship that I was like yes finally let's do this <laughs> let's be friends
1: yeah um, that would have been really obnoxious to have happening back and forth the whole time of just right. like,
0: it's like no
1: every time Women you make me mad friends. I'm going to throw your heritage <laughs> in your face like that would be
0: obnoxious right right
1: and yes, um, women can be friends. Even, Yes.
0: I did, I kind of assumed that Zane and Amari would get together kind of from the beginning. And then I was like, oh, okay. So they're going to get together. And then Zelly and Anand are somehow going to get together. This is going to be like the two couples.
1: Yeah. It was like, oh, cute. Sibling couples. Yep. I don't know how I feel about yep, that. Sure. But yeah, yeah, let's do that.
0: Well, we will see how that
1: goes. <laughs> <laughs> um,.
0: Enon does track them down by himself and he fights Zelly. And I did like that the description of him was that he looks sick. He looks tired, bags under his eyes, not necessarily frail, but he looks sick. And it's from the effort that goes into suppressing his magic, to suppressing a part of himself.
1: Yeah, he truly feels Um, that he's been cursed. And they're meeting up, like, almost every night by this point. Like, Or not, maybe just frequently. And, like... She's gone swimming in his mine cave thing, and
0: uh yeah, because she was like, "I'm safe here, and I'm going swimming." And I think she says something to him like, "I haven't seen this much water since you burned down my village."
1: Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the threats are great. Like she has no care in, yep. this, in yeah. this, Area. She's
0: just like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yes. Um. Um. Yeah. The problem is, though, while they're fighting, <laughs> yeah.
1: oh, wait, did you... no, I was just say like they they had stopped to rest, and I was like, "Don't stop to rest," and they're like playing in the right. water, and I'm don't like, "Don't
0: have this moment of fun, don't
1: don't <laughs> do this." And he catches up, and they're fighting, and then yeah, like this this stressed me out <laughs> so much more than like yes, I knew they would get out of the arena like alive at least they'd probably be damaged but I was like we're still so and near the beginning of this book like they have to be alive at least like surely nobody is going to die this early but when this whole thing happened I got so stressed I mean because Mama
0: Agba's vision had already happened it happened yes. like a hundred pages ago when they climbed <laughs> up to get to the temple so really from here no Who one is safe except yeah. for maybe Zelly, because you know <laughs> Um, yeah, she's and then, like they had stopped. Right, they stopped for water. They're splashing around and playing. And it was like don't have this lighthearted moment because this is where everything goes to hell, and then it does.
1: Because
0: <laughs> yeah. first Enon catches up with them, and I think Amari does try to talk him down. It does not work. No. Um,
1: he thinks she's brainwashed. And then in-
0: right, right. And I think he's 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 basically like I can save her from herself, basically type of thing.
2: Yeah.
0: So. Him and Zell start fighting and then but while they're fighting, Amari, Zane and Nayla get taken by people just emerging out of friggin nowhere. So I was like, who did he not have with him? I was just going nuts. Like, how did his people hide so well? How did they just surround them like this? And why is he not joining them? I was very confused. It's not his people.
1: (laughs) No, it's not. It's not.
0: It's not. Um, It's a group of people. They kidnap them. They take them to their... Uh, camp basically poor Zane's knocked out so they're interrogating Amari and Amari tries to explain what happened um, why they have the scroll what they're trying to do and she notices that they said why do you have our scroll that it's their scroll so she's and it's it's a camp of diviners so she's clearly a noble she's clearly they don't necessarily know she's royalty but they know she's a higher status and also not a diviner because she didn't have white hair So they don't believe her. Zane's knocked out. He can't corroborate her story. Um,
1: They also wouldn't trust him because, like, he's also not a diviner. And who knows what he is in comparison to her.
0: Right. Um, But while he's knocked out, one of them, to threaten her to tell them the truth, they start hitting zane and stabbing him in the leg and i was just like what the fuck
1: so hated it so much yep so angry and all i could think was like you're all on the same side please stop please just stop Right. right so
0: inan and zell obviously they tried to they tried to stop them from being taken it didn't work um so here's where I was like, oh, so now you're going to have to work together to get your siblings. This is how your coupledom is going to start. Yes. <laughs> um. Part of Inan's thing, he can feel people's pain. He feels Zellie's pain, like the pain of her losing her mom, separating from her dad. Like, it's very real oh, to him the, now.
1: The raid. She, yeah. It's all. Oh,
0: yeah. So... They agree to work together to attack the compound or, you know, they find the camp. They are going to attack it, get their siblings out. The plan is for Zelly to, to bring up some apparitions. Still don't think they necessarily have enough power on their side, but they're going to do it.
1: It's still better than his idea, which is let's call for guards. And it's like, no, which, dude. Why? No, my dude. That's
0: never the answer. That, no. No. It's, well, that's never the answer. Not when diviners are involved because they're just going to kill all of them.
1: Like, what are you thinking? It's a fascinating line that he walks for way too long and then you think he gets mm-hmm. over it of like
2: mm-hmm.
1: no, what my father's trying to, like he's not a bad guy and it's like you've read mm-hmm. her thoughts like you've seen her life now like the right. fuck you mean? You like, saw what
0: was done to her mom. Like yeah. come on.
2: Right. There's yes, no- <laughs> we started with the sexual tension.
0: Have- oh yeah, um, we've not talked yet about the the magisite. I think it is. It's a certain metal. Oh, yeah. that hurts diviners and magi. Anyone with this with their, their magical blood, basically. Um, it's this. I don't know what it's made of, but it like it can cut through them, burn through them. That was what the chains were made out of that her mother was hung with. Yeah. So. To give himself strength, Inan has a chess piece in his pocket that he holds on to, because him and his dad used to play chess and blah blah blah, whatever. <laughs> so it's like his little like yeah. strength totem, like a safety blanket type of thing. Um, I think it's before they attack. It's before they him and Zelly go to try to get their siblings. She like throws it at him and she's like, "You idiot! This is magic that you've been holding on to this entire time." And I can't remember exactly how she says it but she's just like you're you're an idiot and he's like oh i thought i was squeezing it too tight and that's why it like hurt my fingers. Dumbass so he people.
1: So
0: yeah cuz he mentioned something about it like hurting his fingers earlier in the book before he gets his yeah. magic i think. So there's something going on in his blood before him getting that yeah. white streak.
1: I am curious about I feel that. Like,
0: yeah. So they end up trying to take the compound, trying to get their sister or sister and brother, <clears throat> um, so which while meanwhile, while they're doing this, though, Amari is able to get loose. She wakes up saying she's like, we got to get the fuck out of her. She fights with one of the the diviners, knocks her the foot. She punches her in the face and knocks her out. I was like, yes. <laughs> She's like Zane, we got to get out of here. She's handling business, but then I was like, no, don't go because exactly. your siblings are trying to get to you. I do not want you guys separated forever. But good for you. <laughs>
1: like, like they might leave. ass. <laughs> yes, and then mm-hmm. like what if for some reason they captured them? I was like, just please, everybody get through this. Okay, <laughs> like don't yeah. kill anybody. But Amari, right.
0: right? Although Amari punching someone in the face I was like, it was I'm, great. I'm here for this. Good it for was you, great. girl.
1: They yep. had just tortured him for no reason at all. Right. And right. It yeah. wasn't
0: the one who did the torturing that she punched in the face. No, but it left. was like his partner. But still. Yeah. Right.
1: Which is um, fine.
0: Yeah. Right. So during the fight um, Zelly's able to conjure up some apparitions but they realize that they have a burner. It's the Magi yeah. title from the Ina clan. The Magi of Fire. So you can shoot out fire and that's the one who I think was torturing Zane and stabbing him and yeah. punching him and stuff Um at one point oh the sunstone magnifies power that's what helped Zelly magnify you know like create more apparitions but she drops it and the Anon sees when the burner like just kind of touches it his whole body goes up in flames and like shoots out so he He's running towards them. He throws himself between the burner and Zelly. Which is like, oh, so now you're trying to save her. Um Zoo, the leader of the diviner camp, stops the burner. So, you know, says they're one of us. Everything stops. The fighting stops.
1: And nobody dies, I don't think, in this fight. I don't think so. I think there's um, a couple plus of Zoo like Zoo is also a... injuries, but I don't think anybody Oh yeah. Nothing definitely serious. some injuries. Yeah.
0: Especially the girl that got knocked out by Amari. Um, (laughs) Zoo is also a healer. (laughs) Yes. So she is able to heal Zane. I think she healed. Does she heal Zelly? Does Zelly need healing? I can't remember at this point.
1: I feel like she does, but it's. Because I feel
0: like this is. Anything too crazy, right?
1: No, I think it is primarily Zane because. The person who got punched has to wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Amari is the other person that might need healing because.
0: Yeah. Well, like, she comes in, hold like holds a knife at Zoo because she knows that Zoo's yes. a healer. Because I think she saw her heal someone else, and she's like, "Heal Zane, heal him now." They heal
1: him. Hey, look, look at you before they torture him.
0: Right, just to torture him again.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, or to hurt him some more.
1: Humans um, suck. <laughs> like. They do. Just overall. They do,
0: but at the same time, Zelly does forgive them because she understands the threat that they face every day because she is one of them. And that she would have probably done the same thing in their position. Two people have the the sunstone, or the scroll. No, they have the scroll. So two people who are not diviners have the scroll. One of them is clearly a noble who would never, you know, deign to help a... A diviner, so right. I she gets it. And she forgives them. Zane, is, uh, understandably, so is not super ready to forgive the guy who was stabbing and punching his unconscious body. Right,
1: reasonable. But there is some like begrudging mm. forgiveness. Yeah, which is yeah, yeah. understandable.
0: So and then, Zoo wants to celebrate yeah. the leader of, or, which she's young. She's like thirteen or something.
1: Yeah, which is like this. I loved her. Although,
0: I did, but the skeptic in me was like, is this celebration a ploy so you can just steal the sunstone? Oh, <laughs> I no, know. by I that, that point, nervous. I was like, nobody
1: died in this fight. <laughs> we're okay. It's going to be great. We're going to have this fight, and we're going to continue, yeah. or we're going to have this celebration, and we're going to continue on. It'll be good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, the celebration they want to hold is the ajoyo, the celebration of Sun Mother and the birth of the gods. God bless you. So you are so good at like this. it's like a whole...
1: Because I was like, it was a celebration I mean, <laughs> of a thing.
0: I wrote it down and I tried saying it in my
1: head. <laughs> I almost read some of these through Google Translate just to be like, I need to hear it. I should have.
0: I should have.
1: There's a lot.
0: Yeah. So the celebration, it's like a whole thing where one person dresses up, you know, 10 people each dress up as the man, you know, each mm-hmm. god. Or, goddess, um, there's dancing, it's it's a whole party, so it's got you know, there, it takes some preparation. So, later that, then like the next day, I think it is, um, Enon or uh, Zell offers to help Enon control his power, even though she's like she's not an expert, but compared to him, she's an expert <laughs> at controlling her power, yeah. so.
1: And by this point, like, there's definitely some sexual tension between them and...
0: Absolutely. It's
1: so, <laughs> it's quick but it's also not, because, like, yeah, they've been having these, like, rendezvous in the in the dream, and they're very drawn to each other, and like, I gotta say, I love Roxane Gay's review of this because...
0: Ooh, I didn't read that.
1: Um... Let me see if I can find it. Uh... At times, the story felt overly dramatic. Um, Zell and Anon were deep in their feelings all the time, and it became frustrating. Like, Mm -hmm. calm down, teens. Get a hold of yourself. (laughs) But what
0: I do... I mean, actually, you know, she's... Because even at the... I'm trying to find it. There's something at the very beginning after she gets away. I think it's in one of his first chapters where he's like, that girl with those silver eyes. And they had this connection when... They bumped into each other or when she... Saw at some point where I was just like, okay, guys. All also, right.
1: <laughs> Amari is the only one with any sense. They should just listen to her, to be honest. It's like, yeah, no, that's a fair assessment.
0: She absolutely, a thousand percent, has the most sense of all of them. Yes. And she also doesn't get super caught up in her feelings. Even though, you know, she clearly is attracted to Zane. Yeah. I think that's a slow thing. It's like a, like a slow realization for both of them, maybe. I think so, too. Whereas... Inan and Delly are definitely really in it almost from the beginning. Like just
1: they're that couple in school that you're like, I'll miss you, and everybody else is like, it's a thirty minute class, but Friends. I'll miss you so much. It's a thirty. minute. Ugh. But I do like that. There are repercussions. For falling, like they get so involved, and stupid stuff happens. Like she's stupid to get involved. With a guy because she needs to focus on this. And it also at no point... Not just a guy. (laughs) Yes. But this guy. This guy. And especially after reading the host where it's like, my entire world is this guy. And my brother. But also this guy. (laughs) And like the comparison, I was okay. Like there were times I was also like, okay, you guys need to calm down. Like, yeah, torture just happened. What the fuck are you doing? Right. But
0: I was okay with myself. Also, of it. he burned your village oh, to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like, people died. People you know died. Maybe you don't know who they are specifically, but you know people died.
1: Yeah. I'm very much right now I mean, not of forgiving, like, guys and being like, they just didn't realize, or like things right now. Like, my I patience mean, is so thin. Of all absolutely. the people.
0: Because, yeah. listen, if you
1: want to be trashed,
0: you'd be trashed, but like you don't get, like, no.
1: You don't you get not, a second yeah. pass.
0: Anyways. Maybe eventually, but not right now. Yeah, like... <laughs> so... Because it's just... Alright, so when she's helping him, they go to the dreamscape and they almost kiss. Like, it's very, like, dramatic and it's building up to it, building up to it. And of course, it gets cut off because Zane finds them yells like what are you doing like yells for zelly pulls her away he is understandably so pissed off
1: <laughs> so like my question is before we get into the the pissed off and what happens mm-hmm. are they like sitting on rocks like eyes closed looking at each other are they curled up together actually asleep are they like physically almost about to kiss also in person like how does this work I have
0: questions about this I was picturing it like they were sitting across from each other, but leaning, their bodies were physically leaning into each other as they were also leaning into each other in the dreamscape. But then if you think about it, she went swimming in the dreamscape. I don't think she was thrashing around like on the ground like she was swimming. I guess it's like a meditation. (laughs) Or, or their attraction is so deep. That their bodies move outside of the dreamscape.
1: We'll get to that later, (laughs) Um, because I have more questions. But Zane is already pissed off by this point, even before this, like the fact that he brings she brings him (laughs) that they fight together. Because he starts the day mad at her, and the only thing which he's mad at her a lot, which is understandable, and it's like he's mad at her because she trusts. Yes.
0: Enan, She says she trusts him because he's a Magi, so now they know.
1: Yes. But um, but he's also like, don't be alone with him at any point because he doesn't trust him understandably. Right. right. Just because he's a Magi doesn't mean that he is a trustworthy
0: person. So, even though he doesn't try to hurt her in the dreamscape and it does seem like Enon's being very genuine that he doesn't want to hurt her, that, he, that he's not going to hurt her, that he's on her side... I mean Zelly has the she has the knowledge that he threw himself between her and the burner who had friggin' touched the sunstone who was like bursting from every part of his body. Mm-hmm. So he did try to save her. He did pick her up and carry her once that fight stopped. However, Zane has some valid points here. He, he burned really your village does. to the ground. Granted. They don't know that someone lit the blast powder early, but the plan was to burn that village, to, to kill Zelly, and to. Wait, I think it was to kill Zelly, but it was definitely to burn the village to the ground once they had the scroll and Amari. Yes. So.
1: It's. It's.
0: <sighs> and Zane doesn't want to listen when she's trying to explain um, that he helped her, you know, he tried to save her, you know, when the burner and everything. But I get why he's not ready to listen like oh, maybe entirely. he would have gotten there eventually like yeah. you know he it it's it's not even been a whole day like he needs he needs more than like he needs some time
1: yeah how long and then were they sees them
0: almost kissing
1: how long were they planning before they actually went in to save them
0: i think only a day
1: yeah it wasn't long but like their entire it relationship wasn't long. I think it was
0: like maybe a day
1: shit so much and i get it He's reading her mind. He realizes that there's a way to, like, they can make this country better and let the Magi, you know, like... He does this entire 180. I get why people are suspicious. I wasn't... Mostly, I guess, because we get his point of view somewhere in this. Not much of it. Right. But just enough to be like, yeah, you're not entirely an asshole.
0: But But I also see where Zayn is coming from. And we all need to respect
1: (laughs) that, like...
0: Because if the roles were reversed, mm-hmm. any one of them would feel the way Zane feels in not trusting this guy. Yes, um, because even though like Zelly associates him with the king who killed their mother, who was sent, who had their mother killed, so Zane still makes that association. And An didn't try to save his life. He doesn't have like any of that stuff to help him right. separate this man. From the king, whereas with Amari, he's they're able to separate her from the king through because of her actions. There, there has not been enough time for Zane to accept Enon as being on their side.
1: And I do like that she kind of throws that in his face of like, yeah. you like, but it's not like a. She's not against him liking it. It's just more like I don't understand why you get to like the princess and I can't like the king. Or the prince.
0: Right. So. Which I think that's when Zane's response is, he burned our village to the ground.
1: (laughs) People died. Children died. (laughs) There is a difference between someone who was trapped in a palace and. uh, Right. Yeah.
0: So their fight does escalate. And Zane did cross a line here. Yes. Um. Because he says, you know, if Mom could see you being the princess whore, after saying some other stuff before, but that's about the worst of it. And so yeah. loses control with her magic, and the magic actually comes out of her and hurts him, like it cuts him, like his shoulder, or his arm, or something. Yeah, she didn't mean to, but but it's too late. That was yeah. <laughs> so he leaves, like he doesn't leap but he like goes away from her. He won't talk to her. She tries to fall. He's not having it. Um so they do end up having the celebration. Zane and Amari do dance. They had some fun before, because of course everything's gonna go to hell because they're all having a, a nice fun moment. <laughs> yeah, just um, when you're adventuring, don't have fun. It's always bad when you have right, fun. Just stay on task.
1: <laughs> but it's also so we get this moment of Zell like sitting on her own. And for the first time ever, she's absolutely terrified of her power and understanding, like, why someone Mm -hmm. could be afraid of this because she has unintentionally hurt her brother. Right. And She
0: lost control.
1: And she doesn't want to celebrate understandably anymore. But Amari talks her into it and, like, dresses her up. And it's it's a really nice moment of, you know. Someone
0: else does dress up as Oya, her goddess. Like, so, and does like the dance and the part, like the presentation type of thing, but she does at least participate in the party.
1: Yeah. And she um, refuses to let anybody touch the scroll.
0: Right. That was a thing. That, because I was a little nervous about that. Originally, the plan was to have the celebration. Everyone was going to get to touch the scroll to awaken their magic. Mm-hmm. And then Zell changes her mind after she hurts Zane because she sees that, okay, maybe some select, being selective a little bit is a good thing. I was worried that Zoo and everyone else was gonna get angry. Yes. But it seems that they truly believe Zell was tasked with this mission by the gods. So what she's saying, that's what it is. We just have to deal with it. Yeah. And accept it. Um so Zane and Amari have some fun dancing, and then Zell and Inan also have a moment.
1: Sorry, this one one actually didn't write. What'd you write?
0: I didn't write anything about it. (laughs)
1: Like, oh,
0: they kissed. That is all I wrote.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's like a, There, she knows her brother will be pissed if they see, and yet she's still like, we're going to go off to the side and dance and make out and like. Like some really heavy making out. and then Some
0: real making out. Yeah.
1: And again, like we've I already think, seen repercussions of her doing this stuff. Why are you giving or
0: Almost a- doing this stuff, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> like, Stop it. But at the same time, again, you're 17. 17, yes.
0: Super attracted to this guy. The he's, hormones. He's super right, hot. He
1: it. has dimples. I get it.
0: <laughs> She's gorgeous. Like, she is.
1: All right, fine.
0: She is. Um, I think this is where he is. This when he tells her he sees a different Orisha, their country, that they can work together to make everything better. That the Magi don't have to be, or the diviners don't have to be like live the way that they've been living in fear. um, That basically they can do this together. Yeah, they talk about everything better for everyone.
1: Her coming back to the capital with him to kind of work as a say correspondent, but that's not right. Uh, Diplomat—that's the word I'm looking for.
0: Yeah,
1: and like her whole family can uh, come, and it's—it's it's this really nice mm-hmm. moment of like we can create uh, utopia from this. And right. I'm entirely dad's on version, board. Yeah,
0: right. Dad's version was wrong. He was wrong.
1: There's nothing wrong with magic. It's um, not bad. Yeah. yeah.
0: So they do finally kiss. And then, like, we get to sort of see that from two perspectives from, I think, from Zell's chapter. Um, I don't remember if it's, it's from Zell or not. It's but from, Zell, yeah. It's Zell. Uh, he kisses her, and then she pulls him to her to kiss him. Mm-hmm. And then we see it again from Amari's perspective. It's Amari and Zane are dancing, having fun. And then she notices Zane looks upset, and she sees that he's seeing her brother kissing Zell, and then he goes towards them, like he's gonna fight Inan again. Stops because then he sees Zell pulling Inan to her and he gets mad and he leaves. He goes to get his stuff and he's like, I'm leaving. You can come with me. I'm just, I'm leaving. Like, I am out of here. <laughs> it's like, Zane, no, I know. I can't leave.
1: I kind of love this woman. Like, his entire life has been protecting her and he's <sighs> like, You keep doing stupid shit. You're an adult. Right. Like, stop it no but the group can't separate i was very nervous <laughs> i mean i agree like Except- i was very upset about this but also it was like he's not wrong I get it. yeah like right she uses and- him in- unintentionally as a fallback like he's there to fix her mistakes
0: but and with seeing what happens next it's actually a good thing that him and amari yeah Leave like that because he like gets his stuff and he is on his way out of the camp. So they are separated from the party when the palace guards attack, and yeah, it's real bad. A lot of diviners get killed, including Zoo, the it's- healer, the young thirteen year old. She's basically like their leader. Seems like she's like their leader. She tries, she tries to talk to the palace guards to be like, "We're just here celebrating our heritage," like you know, playing that up, and they just. Sh- I think they shoot her with an arrow yep. killer
1: into the guts
0: and a fight starts. Um, a lot of so much death, a lot of diviners get killed, but then Kwame, yes, Kwame, yeah. especially Kwame, the burner. He uses blood magic to amplify his powers and it does, but it's a sacrifice because it does end up killing him and it kills a lot of the guards in one shot but it ends up killing him, but because of his sacrifice, a lot of the other diviners are able to escape. Yes. Um,
1: And it also sets uh, Enon back to, oh shit, magic is scary. Look at how many people he just killed. Yes.
0: Right, in one, just one go of it. Um, Amari and uh, Zane are together. And Nela, the lioness. Yes. Zell ends up getting captured, and I was not happy about this. <laughs>
1: no, but I knew it was going to happen at some point, and it's like we are roughly 400 pages like in. So bad, and I just was. Yeah, I-, I will admit, by this point, I had looked at the second book to see if there when the date was. I knew mm. roughly how this was going to end, but mm. also was like. You can get from this point to the end and still have an entirely broken character. So, yeah. Like, I knew she was going to live through this, but who knew what was coming out of this? Right. I mean,
0: I just figured she would live through it because we needed her to, but I did not expect the cost of what she goes through. So, she's captured. She comes to. Inan has. Seemingly rejoined the troops. He's in uniform. Oh, yes. He's dyed his streak again. Um, he does have the other guards with him leave. And she does see that it was kind of a ruse sort of. Um, but then. He tries to convince her to tell him how to destroy the scroll so that she'll live. And that's where I was like, I'm sorry. What? How is this yeah, your plan? His. this Your plan is not to bust her out because I have problems with this. Then
1: his objective becomes that. Magic should be destroyed, but don't worry because he's going to become king and make everything okay. Like, he will make everything okay even without magic.
0: Right, but you just want to destroy the scroll. I'm, I didn't at the time, but I'm trying to see it from his perspective. If he is in love with her, if he really does think that this is the only way to save her... Then I could see why he would choose destroying magic because it's just magic. I mean, he has magic, but he doesn't. He doesn't love it. No, <laughs> he doesn't want it. He, yeah. To save the woman that he loves, he would sacrifice it. But yeah, this is not the answer, Ena, and I was very upset with you right
1: here. <laughs> I still have a lot of problems with him and can't figure out my like actual thoughts on him. Mostly because like he does a lot of really bad things. Oh, I. I wanted to like him, but I I definitely didn't so. hate him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like up right so when he feels her pain before when when the uh, siblings get captured up until about this point when he says tell me how to destroy the scroll, I was like, "All right, I think I could see liking you and see, liking this relationship and how this could work out." But then once he said he wanted to destroy the scroll to stay, I was like, mm, I don't know. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, because before they kiss, before all that happens, Amari does ask Zell, like, what's going on? Yes. Um,
1: She's all on board with it, too. She's like, whatever. If you like my brother, like, that's cool. I think he has a good heart. But
0: there, But there's one point before that where she thinks that her brother will betray them or that he'll say one thing and do something else.
1: Fair yeah that's right
0: I don't and I don't remember when she says it But I kind of had that echoing in my my head I was like oh, when he first shows up with the other guards I'm like this is a ruse he's got to get her out of here But then with the scroll it's like Oh now I'm just hearing Amari this whole thing could not Have been a ruse but because we Just because we see it from his perspective and he does seem To truly love her or care about her He's infatuated But I kept hearing Amari
1: He's infatuated you cannot fall in love in this short of time But anyways that's just me Right, In like a day (laughs) Yes but I think I read into it like he's just that brainwashed not to give excuses like he does make bad decisions but I think he is truly so brainwashed by his father and wanting to protect this country and like the the fact that the country comes before anything else it's corrupted his ability to make decisions.
0: Yeah. Although he he's infatuated. He does care about Zell. Um, because then his dad shows up and it's like, oh, shit. Um, his dad comes in with, I think, a physician. And they end yeah. up giving her something to try to keep her awake while they torture her. It's very yeah. kind of them. And they burn or carve or burn the word maggot onto her back. Yeah. Which Inan does try to stop it, like, right away. And, of course, the king kicks him out. He's like, all right. You, you, you. He thinks that his son just doesn't have the stomach or the disposition for the torture that has to be done. He doesn't realize that he's in love with this woman. Like, he's just like, ah, get out of here. You're not there yet. Just get out. Right. Um, Inan does do a smart thing, though. He does pull her into his dream space so that she's not at least conscious for the torture right. during... Which I thought was kind of smart but there's clearly Something wrong the dreamscape is It's I can't remember how it's described But it's not described as It's not this
1: She's just empty
0: light yeah Yeah
1: Yeah yeah, the reeds are dying The water might not be there Like he He realizes at one point that she can Control this dream world too like she can't Create it but she can create In it and mm-hmm. I think at this point it goes to back to like, whatever this dream world is just from his perspective. And yeah, cause she's empty
0: him. Who's back to suppressing his magic. Yes.
1: Cause can't let daddy <laughs> I mean, find out until
0: this moment. Right. So when the King and Inan are talking after, um, the King says that he did get Zelda to tell him that magic can destroy the scroll um, and he thinks that she killed his love, Keia the Admiral, mm-hmm. because she does admit to being at the temple. And that's where um, Ka's body was found. And he has, I think, a little vial of the crystals that were on yes. Kaia's hair or something. Um, so basically, he's going to use her, get the, get the scroll, and then use her to destroy it, since magic is apparently the only thing that can destroy the scroll, and then kill her yep. at that point, because then he'll be done with her.
1: And then parade um, her through I think this, so that, oh yeah. you know, this is what happens to rebels and so horrific.
0: Right. Yeah. I think this is also where he tells Enon, or Enon tries to say that there could be a different way to work with the Magi, and he says, you know, my dad thought the same thing. My grandfather thought he was a fool, I think, but my, my father thought the same thing, and then he ended up getting killed by the Magi and um, king, the king does admit that he did support his father's plan because his wife was too soft hearted for her own good and she also supported the plan
1: yeah but and this is also where he here's where my sp- his true love like not being able to be with his true love and I was like are we talking uh, about the first wife or are we talking about the admiral
0: I assume the first wife and then the admiral was like the yeah. second I, I guess.
1: Know. It's weird.
0: Yeah. But this is where, like, I had suspicions about the king. I still have suspicions about the king. Yep. I started to wonder if he was a magi, because I was like, did Zell really tell you this, or did you read her mind that you have the same powers as Enon? And somehow you're hiding your white streak. I don't know how, <laughs> but yeah. somehow you're hiding it. Um, Because I just didn't get when she like I know there was a there was a gap in time between the torture starting anon getting kicked out and then anon getting away to a place where he could privately do his magic to pull her yeah. into the dreamscape
1: he like stops to throw so up and everything and I just wanted to be like dude yeah. she's experiencing worse stop it
0: right but I just I don't know I still I still have suspicions about the king and if he is somehow a magi or if maybe. I'm still wondering
1: yeah his story is <laughs> definitely not finished
0: yeah um, so while all this is happening Port Zane and Amari
1: yeah he basically just they... plays at first
0: yes but then they do come up with a plan um, he plays a sport I think it's called Agbon
1: something like that yeah and I have but... no idea what this is I should have looked it up to see if it's a real yeah. sport now i can't even remember how it's spelled sure. i'm looking for it
0: uh, a g b o n but i don't remember if it's right i started to look for it and then it pulled up something about the book like it pulled up the name of the oh, book gotcha. and i was like i don't want to see anything so <laughs> i closed it
1: a <laughs> g o b n
0: yes i believe
1: Come on. It's not pulling up anything. I must have spelled something wrong. Um, but anyways, continue. I'll, okay. I'll look well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well, he plays this sport and he competes. You know, there's competitions. Um, I think he was actually at practice when their father almost drowned at the very beginning of the book. But he goes to uh, some of his competitors, you know, the sports competitors. I don't remember their names, but he goes to them in that town for help. So at first, they don't trust what Amari says because Amari's just like, look, the scroll will give you back your magic. We just need your help. We need you to use your magic to help us get our friend out of this uh, fortress, I guess. Um, at first, they don't believe her, and then they are afraid too because magic's been gone for so long. <coughs> I do finally agree. A few do agree to touch the scroll to get their magic. A few others don't want to touch it, but they will help by throwing those uh, Molotov cocktails and causing yeah. distractions that way. Um, so they start their attack on the compound. Um, actually, the those who did touch the scroll, there is a healer. I think there's a burner and there's a cancer. So we do get to see the cancer in action and it is not good. No, so, like, I just was like, <laughs> The one who what? can immediately spread the disease.
1: Yeah, what is the... Good side of this power, up.
0: like right. When would you need this outside of something like this? I guess like
1: to a burner, kill kudzu, maybe. But I—that's all I can think of.
0: I don't know. Like goddess of water, like that's cool. You can in the grounders who could build, like make yeah. buildings out of sand, very helpful. I—I I don't know about the cancer. <laughs>
1: So I looked um, up the sport and it pulls up coconuts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that relates other than it's probably the word for coconut somewhere. Okay. But yeah, it's bringing up mostly about the book. So okay. maybe this is just a made up sport. <clears throat>
0: Um. Yeah, I pictured it kind of like soccer, but I could be wrong.
1: I basically assumed it was soccer. Okay. (laughs) Oh wait, here's a Um, martial arts. Maybe this is it. Or maybe that's just the name of the school. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the sport is. All right.
0: Uh, Oh, so right before their attack, Enon. does break zell out um he waits for the guards to leave their post um i think it, actually the attack had started really at that point but he gets her out and when he realizes what's happening that there is an attack on the compound that it must be zane and amari trying to get in another magi are trying to get in to get her he goes back to her cell he's able to get her to amari and zane but he does not go with them he tells amari it's so that he can help from the inside and actually before this happens the king sees amari so he knows that she is actively working with the Magi now. Yeah. He he does not see Anand give Zell back, but he does see Amari.
1: And it's a nice like so they the way they describe her is like she no longer is this timid, shy princess. Like she is a warrior.
0: Yeah. Because when she saw her dad, she was ready to go at him. Yes. <laughs> but like I think his people were his guards were trying to get him the hell out of, you know, to keep their king safe. Yeah. Um also, with those who did agree to touch the scroll, there is a healer. So, luckily, there is a healer who can help heal Zell. But when she comes to, she finds her magic is gone, which she says something to Anon too about something be or I can't feel it. And I was like, oh no. Yeah. And her magic, she feels that her magic's gone. Not that it's stuck, but that it's just gone. She doesn't feel it inside of her anymore.
1: Yeah. It's. Um, at first, I was like, no, they gave her some kind of like uh, anesthesia or whatever. And as what's the anesthesiologist. Yeah. That's not the right word. <laughs>
0: um, well, that stuff they injected into her to keep yeah. her awake or whatever. I guess. I think that it was described as a black liquid. I was worried that it was Magicite in liquid form and that they were going to inject her with that. But then I was like, that would probably kill her since the metal cuts through them.
1: All right,
0: excuse me. Um, Zell does not tell anyone that her magic is gone, though, which I get it. Um, They're all trying to think of a plan because they they are running out of time. They have to get to this temple, and the fastest way is to go to Jemetta, which is this lawless land um, where swindlers. you know, not a great area. Yeah. Um, But that's the fastest way. (laughs) They... um, they end up going to the silver-eyed foxer, um, who ends up being a pickpocket that she met um, at the diviner camp. At the uh, when they f- when she first gets to the diviner camp, she promises him the goodwill of the gods to to help her. Um, and when he says, "Well, my men might need a little more than that," she does say, um, "She promises employment by the future queen of Orisha, talking about Amari, because Amari had basically claimed her title when she." was trying to convince the other diviners to help her and Zane to touch the scroll to get their magic and to help get Zell out. So. Um, he agrees. Uh, Rowan is his name. He does agree, him and his men. They take a boat and they're on their way to, this, to, um, to the island that the temple is on. And then they realize they're being followed I was like, so Inan told his dad, like, why are we being followed? How do we know where to go, king?
1: I was a little confused if they were being followed or if, like, they had come up to, like, if the boats were ahead of It It was a little weird because there's, like, soldiers on the island when they get there, but...
0: Right, so maybe some get ahead of them. Maybe there's some behind them and in front of them they're trying to race them
1: there, maybe? Maybe. I'm Um. weary of ruin. I smell a love triangle. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
0: yeah <laughs> but also well wait a love triangle between who because with
1: uh with uh zell and uh yeah and on um which we can talk about why that might not be in a few minutes but i don't know i feel like it's it might happen but he also is like a not i mean jack sparrow but kind of jack sparrow like character he reminded me uh like
0: it's like a con man like a very yeah. smooth talking like he does flirt like he makes comments about how pretty she is you know stuff like that yeah. but he's very smooth and sly
1: yeah he's also not from this country he is from a different country right he's a foreigner yeah
0: um but yeah he, he's gonna come back I think oh he's definitely <laughs>
1: coming back in the next book
0: yeah um so Ooh. Sorry. No, it's <clears throat> fine. Um, buh, 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 buh. Oh, my bad. This is when Enon tells his dad... Or, no, I'm sorry. Saran, the King Saran, tells Enon about what his dad had planned with trying to um, integrate leaders of the ten Magi clans into the nobility of the royal courts. And that he, King Saran, supported it because his first wife, Alika... Supported it. She was very soft-hearted. That's when they have that moment on the boat.
1: Before, and that's when
0: Inan tells. Oh,
1: go ahead. No, before we get to the boat, though. Before all this happens, there is one last dreamscape. Where oh shit,
0: did I skip that?
1: Um, because that happens like within a few days of her getting out while she's yep. being healed, and like. The implication is it's the last time that they're ever going to be together because he looks like his father. He reminds her of his father. His father tortured her to the point like she is actually now going – she has PTSD for sure. Yes. And – I
0: – yes. I was kind of wor- – I was very worried that it wasn't just burning or carving the word maggot into her yeah. back. I was very worried – there was rape or some type of sexual assault because at the beginning when she's mouthing off to those guards at Mama Agba's uh, seamstress shop one of them says something about taking from her and it's very clear what he's talking about so I was very very worried
1: same Um, I, I don't think it happens but I don't think so either we do get a it's implied that they they have sex in the dream world, which again I don't quite understand how that yeah. works, but that's fine. Um,
0: I wrote that in like the very margins of my notes, like,
1: <laughs> like I, <laughs> I mean, guess. it's important. I was like, how did I miss
0: this? Oh, it's right here. <laughs> and <laughs> but I didn't like,
1: <coughs> like it's like a way it or it or to anything. say goodbye to the relationship kind of thing, and like,
0: it does feel like a very much a goodbye. Yeah. Like the way it's written it's yeah.
1: She like she can't look at him and it's like he yeah. is forever going to remind her of his father which is understandable. Um But yeah, it only bringing that up because like there is a line while they're on the boat where she realizes he's there and she's like I refuse to ever give myself up to the guards and then I actually gave up to the captain. It was like, oh, yes, yes you did. <laughs> I mean,
0: I don't know if he would say it, but this is where Zane could be like, I fucking told you so, <laughs> or what I've been oh, saying this whole book, Yeah, you know. If yeah.
1: if you were to admit to your brother that you had sex right. before him. Then I had um, all these worries, like, <clears throat> can you get pregnant from having
0: exactly sex in dreamscape? You're... Like, please, dear God, gods, no. <laughs>
1: Skies, we really do the last not need thing that we need. in the next book. Yeah. Please just don't. Yeah. Because I don't want to have a conversation yeah. of, like, how does sperm work in the dream world? Right. I feel like
0: dreamscape sex has to be, like, the safest sex there is. I <laughs> cannot possibly get pregnant from
1: this. This is <laughs> what we should be teaching in schools. Just have the dreamscape
0: sex, guys. Exactly. <laughs>
1: it's fine. Exactly. It's just like sexting. <clears throat> yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> so, let's see. On the boat. Oh after King Saran tells Inan about his dad and his first wife who he like doesn't talk of, The king is not a guy who talks about stuff like this so Inan just kind of stays quiet like oh my god you're talking to me and oh my god you're talking to me about this. Yeah. So he lets him get it out and then this is where I was like alright I think I'm done with you. Inan tells Saran he knows how to get the scroll and that was the end of his little section and I was immediately angry because I knew something really bad was going to happen it was going to be all his fault. And that, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, on the other boat, Rowan's plan, uh, because the King's Guard is surrounding the island, their plan is to, well, first, actually, they took one of the King's Guard's ships. So, their plan is to take the armor of the men that were on that ship, who they didn't kill uh, under right. Zell's orders, um, kept them alive.
1: This is the point I really Um, liked him. Like, yeah, I can see him getting annoying, but I
0: really like. But the thing about like,
1: how quickly can we take the
0: ship? Five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes. Um, I think they did it in what six or seven, but it would have been five if she let them kill the uh, the king's (laughs) guard. Yes,
1: which I loved. I love pirates so much, and that's essentially what they are. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah! Absolutely yeah. Um, so his plan is basically to put on the King's Guard armor blend in and get on the island that way <laughs> and that does work part of them like branches off to go cause a distraction far away so that Zell and them can get to the temple so she can uh, perform the ritual um, Zell does tell Amari on the boat actually that her magic is gone um, what? and Amari is super supportive and even though, like, she feels like the floor is dropped out beneath her, she's encouraging. She's like, we have to try. It'll be fine. You can do this. You got this. Like, it's...
1: The gods wouldn't steer us wrong. I, yeah, by this point, yes. like, she's sitting there braiding her hair. And, like... Yes! All Zell's needed is an older sister to kind of just be yeah. there for her. And um, Amar just needed someone to care <clears throat> about her. And now she's got two people that do... It right. is. It's a really beautiful, and, and they meant reference because, you know, a lot of this culture is oral stories and things like that. And they're like, mm-hmm. what would this story be called? And she finally settles oh, that it yes. would be the princess and the warrior. I totally teared up because I am yeah. the world's biggest softie. So I was like, that's it. Yeah. I, their relationship I they... sells this book for me.
0: Do you remember the other things about what their story would call would be called?
1: I don't, let me see if I can find uh, it. Cause
0: I know Zell says something about like the princess and the and I think it was whatever Zane's nickname was after winning the uh, the boat fight thing at the arena. Let's see,
1: there's the arena. in the
0: arena oh he's called the commander and she's called and zelly is the immortal
1: oh because that's see. the the point of the stone as they think it's going to make
0: right they think it's going to make her immortal and he did such a good sh- uh, job commanding the ship oh i think i got it oh no here it is um tell stories about us uh what would they call it the magic summoners the restorers of magic and the sacred artifacts that's the those are the first things amari throws out and then zelly says it doesn't have a ring to it it's got a you know title's got a ring to it so then zane says the princess and the fisherman yes um to which- sh- sh- like, are they like that sounds like a love story <laughs> and then zelly's like Zelly's like, what about the princess and the Agbon player? And then they get all, like, embarrassed. More blushing. Or Amari and Zane.
1: Yeah. I will be very happy if it ends up with the two of them getting married. Yes. I'm very happy with that. And I'm a little concerned that the second book is going to have Amari and Zell fighting. Like, I just really want...
0: Don't want that.
1: (laughs) Their bond, yeah. I just want them to have a good bond. Maybe Mm -hmm. even separate them, but have them like be connected. Like I'm I'm a little concerned about that just because I'm so sick of women fighting in books. Yes. Um and and this relationship is just it's too well done. Please don't break it. Right. Which is her
0: braiding her that whole thing with her braiding the hair was just It was very sisterly. Yes.
1: Um, and the discussion of how the hair has gone from this like straight silk to these All them curls. All those curls. <laughs> <clears throat> and it's, she now looks like a warrior. And and Zell's finally able to sleep for the first time because she ends up sleeping in, yeah. um, in Amari's room. And uh, yeah. I just like I feel like I
0: don't know. I mean, I think Zane would have tried to be supportive, but I don't know if he would have said the right things like Amari did if Zell had gone to him and said, right. "My magic's gone."
1: Right. Yeah. Amari has this level of understanding and and again, mm-hmm. supporting. She should just be in charge and like everybody should just do what she, she says. Yeah.
0: She also seemed to know, like she knew something was wrong. Yes. I think she kind of asks but doesn't push, but like so I don't think she's totally surprised. Like, she's very observant. She pays attention to things and to people. Yeah. Um. So, but she... So I think she knew enough so that when Zell came out and said it, she wasn't... She was able to hide any surprise and just be there for her friend and be supportive. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a point earlier after she's getting healed after the torture where she talks about how she can lie to Zane and enon and or enon and but she she looks away from amari because she can't lie to her and yeah
0: yes yes yes
1: yes i just need this friendship to work so well i agree (laughs) oh so
0: we're almost there get on the island (laughs) they get to the temple and the, the the distraction that Rowan's part of Rowan's team causes does pull enough of the soldiers away that they're able to get to the temple. They think they're alone. And then there's an ambush and betrayal. Yeah. Because Zell and Zane's father is there. And how would he be there? Who would know to bring him there? Fucking Enon. <laughs> Which... When her dad's there, I was like, Oh, wait a minute, because he was with Mama Agba, <coughs> she has to be dead. Like
1: Yeah, I guess she uh, does have to be I don't know.
0: Or at least really hurt because she wouldn't have let them yeah. take him without a fight. Like she no, would have fought.
1: <clears throat> so yeah, I guess she has to and I think so, he even like says that they he thinks that she is. But Yeah. Who thinks so this is a good idea? There. Who in their right mind like in theoretically his idea is like i'll bring it she'll turn over the scroll we'll get it kill it by magic everybody can walk away who the fuck knowing what your dad has done who the fuck thinks this idea is going to work
0: right the man who carved maggot or had maggot carved into her back yeah, he's gonna go for that. It's gonna be fine. Totally, Everything's totally. gonna
1: be fine. Everyone's gonna walk Just, away alive. Yep, like perfectly fine. Everybody's going back to normal. You it's okay.
0: Idiot. Like <laughs>
1: you child.
0: Like yes, you are not as smart as your sister, your wise, observant sister. Because your sister would have fucking known.
1: Yes, <laughs> like this wouldn't work. <laughs> and also the fact that zo so, seems to buy into it too. Like what the.
0: Stupid people. I think at that point, she kind of has to because the deal the king offers up is give me the artifacts. You can take your dad. Yeah. She she for her. She knows her magic is gone. She tells them I can't. She that's when she finally confesses <sighs> to everyone else. My magic is gone. I'm not going to lose my dad, too. So I think she kind of has to try to at least believe it. At least try to get him away from them,
1: I guess.
0: So she does make the trade. And as they're, you know, her and her dad are heading back to their side. Um, they hear an arch or er, shoot an arrow. Her dad pushes her down. He gets hit and he dies. I. <laughs> it's too much. She it's it's a lot it's because. A lot. When he dies, she is able to see him as a child running through the streets carefree She sees her parents meeting, their first kiss, them with Zane when he's a baby, or him with Zane. I think, when he's a baby, him with her when she's a baby. She feels the heartbreak that he's carried every day since the raid. And this loss is just... It's too much. It's so much for her that it ends up... It ends up being... It's something... The greatest blood magic she could ever wield. So... Her magic comes back, and it comes back with a vengeance. Yeah, his—it's her dad's spirit, basically tearing away from her. Like as the shadows, like the shadow that hit Zane, but this is like her dad's spirit. The shadows—they um, kill guards, and she wants vengeance. Like she wants blood, but she can hear her dad. Which I like this part because she can. Anyone, any one of us would be like, "Yeah, there I want to fucking kill all these people." She hears her dad saying, "Vengeance isn't going to solve anything." that's not good if we can still make this right like vengeance isn't what we need to focus on right now so she um needs to get the sunstone because when she traded her dad she did give up the scroll and she gave up the sunstone but she she didn't give up the bone dagger because she in her like even in that moment of trying to make the trade and trying to understand this betrayal she remembers that enon's never seen it so she just throws out just a random dagger and keeps the actual bone dagger so she needs to get the scroll and the sunstone back it's a lot (sighs) because then it get we get to see it from Inan's perspective and he there's something in his section where he says I was dead the moment her dad her dad hit the ground and I was like no your ass was dead the moment you told your father you knew how to get the scroll (laughs) Yes. That's where you died. (laughs) Because there there was no way you were going to. No. So. He ends up baiting her. He. Him watching her wield this power. I was just. I liked kind of seeing it from his perspective. Like seeing it from her perspective was uh, very like a lot. And perfect and wonderful. But maybe not wonderful, but from his perspective too, as maybe like the 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 sights of her vengeance or the sights of her power because now it's not vengeance anymore. I really liked that description of him.
1: Yeah, he says... In
0: total awe.
1: The girl I held in my sleep is nowhere to be seen. In her place a monster rages, it bears the fangs of death. And it's two black shadows are coming from her hand, like venomous snakes and just, like, slaughtering everything. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, and he realizes, like, his magic doesn't... Isn't uh, a, an offense magic as much. Or offense. Yeah. Yeah. Offensive. I mean,
0: offensive. Like, I think his could be. It if could he be. he can learn how to
1: use it. He has killed someone with it, so it's like, yeah. Right. And he... Kill someone again. But for some reason. It doesn't translate to the scroll. Right.
0: Right. So she does get the sunstone. And then. He still has the scroll. And he does. This is this is smart on his part. But I. He remembers his dad said that only magic. Can kill or destroy the scroll. Mm -hmm. So he baits her by saying this is all your fault. Your dad didn't have to die. I'm just like the audacity, the audacity. (laughs) Um, It's too much. Your dad didn't have to die, blah, blah, blah. The shadows come for him and he holds the scroll out and the the shadows destroy it before she can pull them back. Like she stops. He baits He does a good job. So in that moment, the king is super proud of his son. He's like going to congratulate him because he destroyed magic once and for all. And then his dad is about to get attacked from behind by, it looks like one of the king's guards and Anon realizes, no, it's got to be like mercenaries or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he uses his powers to freeze the attacker and then to kill him. Does anyone think that the king is going to be super grateful here and embrace his son after seeing this?
1: (laughs) No, the king is a selfish bastard. Like, there has to be more to this backstory
0: so i'm like he's he's somehow he's a magi maybe his first wife was i or i don't know why but i thought it was him because some self-hate i don't know um so the king's pissed he's like you're no son of mine freaking gut stabs him stabs his son his his son he tries inan does try to say no i was infected but i destroyed i destroyed magic anyway it's fine it's going away It's, it's it's fine Tries to plead, tries to make him understand. Oh, but then the king realizes that the the guy that that Enon just killed has the same turquoise jewels or whatever, like
1: the crystals pieces in his hair.
0: Yeah, that Kaia had. So now he knows. Oh, now he knows you killed my girlfriend. And I think that's what I think. I think that's what sends him over the edge more, because that's when he stabs him. Yes, he stabs Enon.
1: Who we don't actually see die
0: like we do not because he's ready to give the killing blow and we get to see it from Amari's perspective. Yes. Like she we get to see it kind of play out again of her dad stabbing her brother, her realizing this and that he's going to do the killing blow, but we don't actually see that it happens. Right. Um which he might be, but Amari does fight the king. Yes. He might be if he is alive though. I don't want to see him and Zelda get back together because I don't see how one would ever forgive this.
1: No, like that starts to borderline on like too much of a YA trope for me, and I just don't see it happen. Either have or be alone, which there's nothing wrong with, or with yeah yeah I I don't know
0: or any almost anyone else. (laughs) Um. But Amari fights her dad. She because she can fight. This she does have like a slight moment of hesitation and doesn't. She could take him out, but she doesn't. And in that moment, he does cut her. Like cuts her back, but she rallies and she does kill him. I did get worried for a second when she had that moment of hesitation that it was going to be like Zane jumping in and save and you know saving her and yes. killing the king, but we did not have that. We do hear Zane yell, but it's fine. But she rallies and she kills him.
1: I love it. I love so yes. much. It is her. Um, she says, I'm not a little girl. He, I'm not the little girl he knows. I am a princess. I am a queen. I am a lionaire. And it is yes, so wonderfully well done. Yes.
0: As he's dying, she says that she'll be a better queen.
1: Yes. God, I love that moment. Thing. <laughs> it's such a wonderful thing as you like push the knife slowly in further and oh I love it. Yeah. I love it.
0: So while this craziness is going on, Zella's trying to figure out what the hell she's gonna do now that the scroll is gone. Um which I did have questions actually leading up to this. I didn't want to bring it up till now because I was like, okay, I guess I see why this happened. When back when they first get to the temple and Lekhan is explaining that this ritual that she needs to perform seals the spiritual connection of the gods into the Centauros blood. I was like, but there are no Centauros left because what's her name killed? Like, like how is this going to work? So Zell thinks to herself, okay, can there be a connection through blood Um, instead of through magic? Like it's always been done. Is there a different way to do this connection? So, She cuts her hands with the bone dagger and presses them to the sunstone and calls for her ancestors to help her. So through her, the ancestors say an incantation. Not sure what it does, but (laughs) or what it's going to do. But the words come out um, as the solstice is happening. The sunstone ends up shattering, yellow light exploding. She gets to see the creation, you know, the story of the creation playing out. Um, the truth that they are all just children of blood and bone, all instruments of vengeance and virtue. I did like those lines. I did so too. I had to write them down. Yes. <laughs> and then the next thing is that she's at peace because death takes her. Yes. Or she thinks, um, I think she's in, um, Alafia, I believe, which is like a heaven. Her mom is there, tells her that her dad is there and he's safe and he's fine. He's at peace. Um, And her mom says that what Zell has done is unlike anything that any of the spirits have ever seen. So Zell wants to stay. She wants to bring Zane. Like she wants her family whole, which was just like heartbreaking because her mom is like, Zane doesn't belong here yet and neither do you. And Zell doesn't want to leave. She doesn't want to leave her mom.
1: That was heartbreaking. (sighs) Cause like her dad's there. Yeah. Like she doesn't see her dad, but she knows her dad's up there.
0: She knows. Yeah. And if she could just get her brother there and if they could just stay, the whole family could be reunited for the first time in 11 years and in a peaceful setting. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's so damn heartbreaking. So when
0: she... It is, but it's not her time yet. No. So she does wake up and she asks if it works. And Amari's hand is swirling with blue, and she has a white streak in her hair. So, which is also why I was like, there is some type of magi blood running in that family.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's that, and it's. We don't know if Zane. Like, I'm curious, does everybody have magic now? I don't know. That's. Yeah, I don't know. Because the whole thing was that it was supposed to be selective. Right, it has
0: to still be, because I would think it's still got to be at least somewhat selective.
1: You would think. But that's literally how this ends, is just, she's got a yeah. white streak, That's it. she's got blue lights, and Zell's blood runs cold. And that's why right. I'm a little worried that this book, or the next book's going to have them battling it out, and I just really can't handle that.
0: Yeah, I don't want them fighting. No. Unless they're fighting
1: together against one thing. Um, But the author's note in this is also wonderful. This book was created based on, it's, it's a fantasy world based on things that are really happening in this world today. So if this makes you cry like it makes me or if it upsets you, you need to pay attention to what's going on in the world today. Right. So. And that's, that's so good. That's oh my God. Such a long book. <laughs> I'm
0: I'm very excited though to see this as a movie. Yes. Um as the author's note, she does say that she wrote it during a time where she kept seeing the news and stories of unarmed uh black people and children being shot by the police and just I so I'm very it's it's kind of like with, with Black Panther. I was very hyped for this movie to see a movie yes. where the majority of the cast looks like a good chunk of my family. <laughs> um, there's no white savior.
1: No, there's nobody white in this movie at and, all. It's. <laughs> right. Whatever. Like, we got this. Or this book. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah.
0: It just, black people in power being powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and given a woman, a black woman, yeah, she isn't being the hope for like all, yeah.
1: And and the author is Nigerian American, so like there is not going to be a white savior character or anything no. like that. It's gonna be wonderful.
0: Oh, it's so good. Yes.
1: So yeah, I my my biggest takeaway from this when I finished it was. This is how you take YA tropes and make them interesting again. (laughs) I I love this book, but like that was my first reaction and I stand by it entirely. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I, so I said earlier, Buffy was going to come up and I know I mentioned (laughs) the curly hair. The other thing (laughs) was Zell's blood magic at the very end reminded me of one of my favorite episodes of Buffy. It's the penultimate episode of Season 4, Primeval. Okay. Where they perform the enjoining spell to defeat Adam. It is my favorite. Um, it's one of the things I like is that, obviously, Buffy has survived for longer because than most slayers because she has friends who help her. And this spell was because they needed a spell to basically get to Adam's core, but they needed, like, pieces of the four of them to do it. Yes. So they use this spell like the enjoining spell that calls on the power of the first slayer to combine their essences. So the idea of kind of going back to sort of where you came from and asking for help. So just it reminded me of that. And I was like, I like that
1: makes pets. me love it even more. Cause I love that episode.
0: <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to turn that into a tattoo. Like I still haven't figured it out.
1: <laughs> oh, if you do, please. But. I cannot wait. I hope you do. <laughs> Buffy's the only one that I've yet to figure out how to tattoo onto my body, period.
0: Yeah, I don't because I don't want the B. No. I don't want a cross. Or like a I don't really want a stake or anything. Like Yeah. I wanted something with that spell, but I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah.
1: That would be really cool. So yeah. This author's 24 and I'm very sad with my life. So. <laughs> um
0: Ugh. I want the rest of the books now.
1: Yes. So yeah, oh. join us. We'll, I don't know if we'll do the next one or not, because we don't really do a lot of sequels. But <laughs> but yeah.
0: Listen, that EarthCore sequel comes out. I'm reading that. That's I don't true. know if we're doing it for this, but I am That's reading true. it. That's <laughs> true. That'll be very
1: good. I actually just got a... <clears throat> oh, Fitzroy. I just got the first book of the... There was It was for free, like, randomly one day. Um, the, I think it's The Rookie... The first of the Galactic Football League. Oh, so okay, if yep. I could share that, I'll, I'll share it with you. I have no idea if it's any good or not. Nice. But I don't know. There's also a, a Sigler yeah. Fest con in Las Vegas in like October. God. Oh, my God. Okay. Not going this year, but maybe next year. Yeah. Uh, so I do kind of regret. Do you have. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I regret not meeting her at BookCon last week. Oh yeah. But what were you going to ask? I'm sorry.
0: I still just, if you had a book drink,
1: all I could think of was I read this on the subway and, uh, I did a lot more reading in the morning than in the afternoons. I think it's my subway rides longer in the mornings, Um, so coffee is all I could think of, <laughs> uh, which does not go very well with this book other than just like that's when I happened to be reading it
0: like espresso yes I thought of and this was more because of the name of it and then this is also what I was drinking at the beginning um a dark and stormy oh yeah just because the name is pretty good yeah that is good and they also taste delicious (laughs) I got a friend I did some cat sitting a little bit for a friend while she was in Jamaica and she came back with some rum. So I was like, I got to get some ginger beer. (laughs) That sounds good. So now I have some.
1: (laughs) That sounds very good. I do have ginger beer. So we are staying alone next episode again, given how uh, everything's a little crazy in both of our lives right now. It's just easier to schedule at the moment. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yep. And the next book is one that we both I think you have this book right yes like you own it i do own yeah it. a book that we both own have not finished actually i have not started it. Um, i've read like the casual vacancy
1: 10 pages
0: you've read oh, okay <laughs> not not much at all okay um but we'll be reading the casual vacancy by jk rowling <laughs> so uh...
1: there's also a miniseries we may have to find i think it's like a really? three episode miniseries yeah on bbc which wow. I thought okay. came out like last year. I think it came out in like 2015. I, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: I think this book has been out for longer than I think that it has been. <laughs>
1: oh, no. Like I counted that like, was... apartments. I was like, wow, this is oh, my older God. than I thought.
0: Because <laughs> when I first was like, oh, this book, yeah, I'll definitely read her next book, even, you know, I mean, that's not Harry Potter, but that's fine. I'll read it. And then I didn't actually get it until like, it this year or late last year? I went to a consignment shop with a friend and it was there. And I was like, I'll buy this for like five bucks, sure. And then I didn't start reading it.
1: <laughs> no. I have it in so, hardback and here are. I gotta stop buying books in hardback. I never like them. But
0: that's what I have it in too.
1: <laughs> I ended up getting it in ebook too, because I was just like, I I gotta have something to carry while nice. I'm on vacation. I'm not bringing a hardback book. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it'll be interesting for sure. And uh I was gonna look. I think this is also a series, but but it is adult, it's not another YA. So.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so what
0: are you reading next? Not for the podcast.
1: <laughs> uh God, I'm torn. Uh I have so I went to BookCon, I got a ton of books. So I'm torn between Hope Never Dies, which is the Obama Biden buddy cop or buddy detective book. That I picked up. <laughs> or I'm also getting an arc of Grady Hendrix. Uh, we sold our souls. So probably both. <laughs> I'll probably just go ahead and start both. <laughs> just be like, no, I'm good. Because my test will be done Thursday and I'm just going to read everything. Yes. Nothing ridiculous. Or everything ridiculous. So what about you? Yeah. What are you reading next?
0: <laughs> my answer is actually still Gabrielle Union's <laughs> We're Going to Need More Wine. And here's why. Okay. Instead of reading that this week, you actually already know what I read, but um, Chris and I are moving, so I started to get overwhelmed when I was mentally cataloging everything in the bedroom that is mine, (laughs) and I was looking up moving tips, and Marie Kondo's book, uh, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying, came up in like a whole bunch of the things I was reading, so I was like, all right, I need to read this book, I've been wanting to read it, I don't own it. Uh, A friend had actually lent me a different book about decluttering and I never read it. (laughs) So I ended up buying Marie Kondo's book, but I bought it on my Kindle so as to not add to my pile of stuff. There you go. And I read that. Yeah. (laughs) I read that and I also then put her practices to the test and I've gotten rid of so much stuff, donating, recycling and some stuff for the trash, but gotten rid of so much stuff and I'm not done. Like there's plenty more to do, but. That's the book that I read this week, and
1: it's game changer. (laughs) Is uh, Chris using the same process?
0: Um, I think he's just better at getting rid of stuff, period, but he is doing the folding technique because he asked me to show him. Because I showed him my drawer, and I was like, A, look how much space I have. (laughs) Because when she was describing the, the folding, I was like, I don't understand what you mean, but everything's on the internet which is actually one of her reasons behind get rid of most of the paper that you have because paper will never spark joy. And like instruction manuals, crap like that, you can find anything on the internet. This is so fair. get rid of it. Um, there's videos on YouTube about the folding. So I'd shown him my drawer and I was like, look how everything is stacked. I can see everything. I still have all this space. Granted, I did get rid of a lot. So he asked me to show him and that's how what his drawers look like now too.
1: <laughs> I think I learned about the folding before I ever – learned about the book like I I don't know if my mom read the book first Mm. and then just sent us a video of the folding but she definitely sent us a youtube video (laughs) of the folding I was like what the hell is this so I said that to my friend Tracy (laughs) (laughs)
0: um it's I you know she's the one who lent me the decluttering book and I told her about the Marie Kondo book and um was letting her know about my progress and i was like i think yeah i think it was her that i was describing the folding and i ended up sending her the video because i was like look at this is how it looks and she's like oh you're gonna have to show me how to do that and i was like i'm just gonna send you this video because i did not fully understand it when i was trying to read it yeah it, the description in the book it's on point but it just i needed to see it so
1: i think that is uh yeah.
0: so i need to finish Gabrie-
1: the benefit of internet there's a lot of things where i'm like i'm reading yes. this i'm like you know i can I just see you do it like, just let me watch.
0: Right, because I don't get what you're talking exactly. about. Yeah. Oh. So I need to finish Gabrielle Union's book. Hey. <laughs> and then I don't know what's next on the list after that.
1: I just read, mm. uh, you're a Parks and Rec fan, right? Yes. So I just read Retta's book, uh, Donald Meagle. <gasps> um, Ooh.
0: Which. I may have to add that to my list. I
1: read it in an entire, like, I, I did it on because Memoirs are so good on audiobooks. And I started it leaving my office to, I don't remember if I went to the library or not. Anyways, I did not fit, like, I finished it that night. I did not turn it off until I was done. Like, it is so much fun. So, not to add to your memoirs, but.
0: I know. (laughs) Or my book list. I may have to add that to my list, but. Pick a book from the pile. Yes, I, to read yeah. after I finish Gabrielle Union's book. I just don't know what it's gonna be yet.
1: Getting script was not necessarily the best idea for me, because <laughs> a lot of new books come out. And I'm like, I wonder if it's on script. Oh, it is. Okay, well, yeah,
0: yeah, not the best. yeah I gotta cancel audio <laughs> books or that and can and start that one.
1: Yeah, it's got a lot on there, but uh. <laughs> But, yeah, so we'll be back in two weeks. Um, Yes,
0: with a casual
1: vacancy. It'll be Um, interesting. I am very curious to see how her uh, style translates, if she changes it at all. Right. And uh, we'll go from there.
0: Um, Awesome. Anything else? Or anything you want to plug?
1: Um, just because it's new, I have an Animorphs podcast that's. <laughs> Should I still have to edit tonight? Um. <laughs> oh no. That started this past, by the time this comes out, yeah, this past Tuesday. Um, and it's me and two friends who have read the books. We, uh, made Tim Lowe, uh, past guest, uh, thought it was a cartoon, so. <laughs> He is not reading them. (laughs) And uh, so we talk about book one. It'll be, it's just, we're going through the entire series in order. Um, And there's a lot of talk about cousins. It's very awkward. So I'm just going to leave that. But yeah, go check it out, especially if you were an Animorphs fan back in the 90s.
0: What about you? have to, I don't, I don't remember. And like, I know I read some of them, but I don't remember them. So I'm going to have to give this a listen to try to like jog my memory.
1: Yeah, I'm really, because it takes, I think, four books to, before this series for me is like, I'm on board a hundred percent because I know book two and three are like my least favorite of the series, but we'll get through those and it'll be good. So yeah. <laughs> what about you? Do you have anything to promote?
0: I don't. This move is just, there's, yeah. You promote That's the focus, movie. trying to get an apartment, get rid of stuff yes. and then pack it all. <laughs> A little stressed out about all that. So that's the, that's the focus.
1: <laughs> I right completely understand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you can find us on all the social media at JBC Podcast. Um, there is also a Facebook group, a handbook for judging fabu- fabulous retellings covers. And we're also wherever your podcasts are found at Judging Book Covers. Uh, Thank you so much for listening and continue supporting your local libraries.